Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. <coughs> Are we all partaking in the 420 episode 420? Yeah, right. Nope. Aren't you heavily medicated? Would that count? You ain't high on life. I'm high on life. I'm high on this ice cream. There you go. See? Are you literally eating ice cream right now? Oh, yeah. You hear that? What was that that funky name of the brand you you get? Whatever the fuck is on sale, that's the brand name I get. (laughs) Signature Select, Safeway Select. Whatever the fuck they got. I don't matter to you, huh? That you don't taste a difference? No, fuck no. You ain't going for that dryers, huh? Those no. dryers on sale. You, you think you think a crackhead goes to his dealer and say, "You got the good stuff today?" No, he says, "Give me whatever you got." I think they call it the good stuff, don't they? Uh, that, yeah, actually, might be right. Yeah. You went under some fire last week about your um, your uh, your rating there, huh? I mean, you never you never on Messenger, so you didn't see it, but you were under fire there for. Uh, He's such oh. a strict asshole, but the points. I did see that. And I took away two points just because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should get them back for you fucking eating on the podcast right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you that's, mean? That's you part of my shovel charm. like ice cream in your fucking mouth hole right now. That's part of my charm. Oh. oh. Is that right, Tony? Sure. <laughs> Tony's like, uh-huh. Tony hates you for eating ice cream in front of him. Like, he can't have ice cream anymore. I don't get mad at you for eating it in front of me. You can eat all you want. Well, I ain't going to stop you. I mean, why Why should you change your habits just because I'm doing something? What I mean, are you doing? Huh? What is it that you're doing? Uh, I'm on the keto diet, which means you uh, oh. have lower carbo- carbohydrate intake. So, that's all. How long have you been doing that? On and off for about 10 years. I mean, the oh. strict strict keto I've been doing for about almost a year. And so how how much carbs do you get a day? Less than 50. Less so than 50 it, you're literally just, I mean, yeah, nothing. Um, and it's net carbs, so vegetables, fiber cancels out. That oh, carbs carbs that come in with vegetables. Fucking lick the bowl already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now you're just being a fucking asshole and just spinning the fucking spoon around. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Scraping the bowl. Hey, there's no carbs in that. Ice cream sticks to the keto diet, right, Tony? No. Are you kidding me? Look at the box. Looks how much sugar is in it. What, you can't eat no sugar? Sugar is carbs. Oh. You mean, oh, okay. So you're literally like, I thought you were yes. just like, uh, no bread. No, all carbs. Oh. Oh. It's it's Fuck about it. transitioning over to a different metabolic fuel. So instead of fueling your body with glycogen and glucose, you're doing it off of fatty acids and fat. So That's good. That's real good. I'm real proud of you, Tony. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Tony, meanwhile, me, I mean, ice cream, and Tony's over there, Fonz is over there cracking a cold diet Coke. 
soda for me. <laughs> it's been two months. Oh, shit. It's been two months, no soda. Nice. Good job. That's hard to yeah. do. Uh, tell me about it. Iced tea is not a whole lot better, though. Well, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck you. Don't fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you say anymore. Don't you hate haters that no matter no how do, good, it's not good you enough. are, they can still hate on you? You're like, dude, I haven't had a fucking ounce of sugar in six months. <laughs> fuck that. Need to go a year and then we can talk. You know what I mean? Like, there's uh, always somebody that's willing to shit on you. You're a habitual line stepper is what you are. Habitually <laughs> line stepping. Uh, no, that that is, like Tony said, that is amazing. Well, somebody you. somebody drinks soda every day and they're able to cut it out for that kind oh. of period of time. That's, well, congratulating. I don't need that's your awesome. Pay. I don't have petty. I'm fucking congratulating. That takes some serious... Me and Tony had a conversation about it. Look, this, one's, this is Arnold Palmer. Zero, no calories. Half iced tea, half lemonade. There you go. Sugar, sugar says no grams. Calories, zero. What kind of a sweetener does it have? Let me look. See, this is where Tony's going to shit on you. Well, Tony, has, he's not as mean as you are. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've, there's, a, there's a doctor that I've been following, and he has been doing the keto diet for a while, but he is still struggling to get off of Diet Coke and Diet Soda. Yeah, Interesting. Even now, so it's yes. it's so weird. It's I have no problem not drinking soda. I never drink it. I mean, I'll drink it occasionally with booze. How long but... ago was the last time you drank soda? When you had that fucking oh. drink. Because for I me, I've been I've been drinking water for almost like eight years. You know, like but back then, back before when I first started the, this diet, it was mm-hmm. it was a nightmare. It was really difficult. I was I was Mountain Dew, you know, two two liters of Mountain Dew shit. You know that that's I, the kind of diet I had before, and it was difficult. I did have a little bit of Diet Coke um, on Friday night. Did it? Did it? Probably. Did you feel like you wanted more when you had it, or did it taste no, weird? Not it at all. It tastes weird just, now, right? It just well, it was mixed with rum, fifty fifty. Ah, so yeah, yeah, that, barely, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> no, I can't remember the last time I drank soda by itself. Right, soda by itself is what I'm talking about. Like I, I, I can't do it anymore. It just I tastes it. awful yeah. to me. No, I do remember. I mean, it was like, it was, it was probably close to a year ago, and I was talking to the next door neighbor. And he's a big soda drinker, and and it's hot outside, and he's sitting out on his patio, and we're sitting there chit chatting, and he goes, "You want a coke?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, why not?" So I crack open a coke and i take like two sips and i'm like holy shit yeah. this is yeah. so strong yeah and i know and i didn't i didn't even it's drink so half. weird how like yeah it just like, it almost offends my mouth to drink it now Dude, it's so but before strong. i used to just pound them like no problem is that worse than eating fonzo <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the bad boys podcast <laughs> we're randomly, randomly ramp, blow our nose things. and Oh shit! Sorry, I I'm sorry. Musa. Bad boys, bad boys, Musa. and bad girls. Musa. Remember <laughs> your pressure points. Episode 420 of the Bad Boys Podcast is upon you. We're about to randomly <laughs> rant all things movies. <sighs> trying to control myself or fucking <laughs> jump in this computer and strangle somebody. So angry. I'm, I am your Zen host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, 
the thick one, aka Harley, aka Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, aka MCP. Tony, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. That's awesome. Good. That's fantastic. We're gonna be talking tonight about some movies, <laughs> some some other stuff. I just um Yeah, let's just get right into it. Real quick, I wanna get your guys' take. I'm not sure if you've noted um I've been reading or heard about that delete that scene that got cut from the new Predator movie. It, it kept hitting my newsfeed, but I never actually something like, about read the article, Olivia Munn so complained you... about uh, somebody who was uh, convicted or a known like sex offender. Sex offender or something. Yes. He was on a list. Yes, that shit. That was for Reed, my Fast and Furious buddy. He got that. He get that reference. Um, yeah. Have you guys? I mean, she's getting kind of like um, story like for like when she's doing interviews right now for press, she's like yeah. doing it by herself. Um, no. She's kind of gotten, um, I say blacklisted, not blacklisted, but like, like they're shy. That's what I'm looking for. Like, um, like there's, like there was this one interview she did with like two of her co-stars. It was really awkward. Like when they brought it up, you know, she mentioned she called all her co-stars to let her know, like, hey, you know, that's what I'm gonna do. But they didn't want to, like, um, I guess they don't want to ruffle any feathers, right? They don't, they don't, like, yeah. oh, man, they don't yeah. want to fuck up our career. That's it's tough. just a weird situation, right? That's but. Tough. I just kind of wanted to get your guys' take on, uh, like, like how it was dealt with. Like, do you do you applaud her? Like, do you? I, I'm completely confused as to the the entire thing. So, so there's an actor in the movie. So, that, okay, so yeah, sorry. So I I just assume. So Tony knows a little bit, right? Tony, you read it a little bit. Okay, so Shane Black um, has his friend who is a known sex offender. Okay. He's, he's put him in his a uh, bunch of his movies. Would we he recognize was, this actor? Um, he was in Iron Man three and Nice Guys. So, um, I guess if you look that up, you might be able to see him. Um, okay. um, so yeah, he's been with he's been friends with him for fourteen years. He's helped him out, put him in a movie, um, put him in a scene in the new Predator movie where he's a uh, constantly he's like a jogger and he's constantly hitting on Olivia Munn's character. Um, couldn't find out. She found out about his past. Um, he, I guess he did some time, offended, but she's just kind of like, you know, you hurt kids and animals. This is from an interview she, she did. Um, What's the actor's name? Uh, something Striegel or something. All um, I see just, is Striegel. What's that? All I see is Striegel. Uh, yeah, that's like, he has like a three part name, something, something Striegel. Stephen um, Wilder Striegel. Yeah. Um, so he was talking to some 14 year old kids, a distant relative. Something about like him wanting to boost her confidence and tell her she's okay, yada yada, all this all this nonsense. And then like um come to find out like in the court and affidavit, like all this stuff, it was more sexual than that. And um she she found out about it. She was just like, Hey, I don't think this is cool, you know, like she um threw up the red flag and I think twentieth Century Fox did something like, Hey, you know, we probably should cut the scene, it's not cool. Um so, like, I'm from reading on Twitter, I've been reading stuff like, well, what the fuck, man? He can't act anymore. He did his time. He did his thing. Like, what the fuck? He can't act anymore. And then other people are plotting Olivia for what she did and stand up. Because, um, like, the way she said it's like, um, I didn't have a choice to work with him. You know? Like, he just put him in the movie. It wasn't like, he asked, hey, you mind if I, my friend's in it? I mean, he's a director and all. She's like, I don't care if I don't make, um, if this movie would make me a hundred million, I don't. I just don't feel it's right. If I wouldn't have uh, sat back and did and said nothing, um, so she was really but like, you know, she's, about it. 
she's was saying what like did he do something new or is she just uncomfortable with the news she just that wants he to was bring up his history she um just... she she mentioned that uh the, the her co-star Jacob Tremblay the little kid in the movie yeah um you know the, her his family was was around the studio and the set and she has a 14-year-old daughter or 14-year-old sister older sister uh-huh. and another sister so they were on the set so i guess it made her uncomfortable knowing that this dude's here when like his kid his his family's there on the set you know so it wasn't right. anything that knew that he had done it was just like she once she read that about so him, he didn't do anything he didn't actually the do set. anything the on movie. the set that she was on right from the from what i read right yeah and, so, and what was the what was he originally guilty for <laughs> um what did it say something about like i still can't find the guy in the imdb Fuck, man, just like on Twitter, it comes up. Um, it was um, like a loose, like kind of like trying to like um, traps like a minor into sexual acts, you know. Mm. But um, it was a, it was related with a minor, right? And how long ago? Of, how long ago did 14. that happen? Um, fuck, I should have had this open. I guess you have so many questions. Like, did, did, <laughs> bro, I mean, you're, if you asking, if you're trying to ask our take, we need all the information. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just said it's yeah. like. It, did he did he get convicted? Did he serve <laughs> yeah. his time? Did he pay his penance and get you know, the consequences for what he did? And is he you know did he go to therapy for it? Did he do what did he do to to make up for it and be better? You know and so like he didn't do anything on the set, so it's not like she uh, was like she caught him doing something and was trying to decide if she should snitch on him or not. She was just <laughs> uncomfortable with his past. Yeah, she was just she was just that, bringing up his record. Right. And it's like Which, unfortunately, I, I bet you a third of the people in Hollywood, whether it be producers or directors or actors, screenwriters, stuntmen, they all got a past. I mean, they all have some dirt. I mean, it, everybody's done some shit, you know what I mean? In some way or another, so, someone was underage drinking or someone smoked pot when it used to be illegal. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, somebody you know, drove, I, you know, while, you know, their mom's car when they were 10 years old. Somebody, everybody, I guess, has done something. If this guy was a career <laughs> pedophile, then Hollywood should blacklist him, including Shane Black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if. You know, if 20 years ago he did some shit because he was stupid and, and, and he, you know, maybe did some time or, you know, paid his due, then I I don't necessarily have a problem with announcing it. Like, it's a free country. If you want to do your research on who you're working with and then you find out that they're a registered sex offender, then you can choose not to work with them. Yeah. Um, is it the director's or the producer's obligation to do a background check on everybody that works together? No. You know what I mean? You're making Why not do it at Walmart? No shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. And I, is it a bad thing if they do? You know, it seems like this is a recent thing, um, you know, that this kind of publicity is bad. You know, whereas like two, three years ago, this would come up like no one would give a shit. Like the public wouldn't give a shit. They'd just go see the movie anyway. Um, but now they might get some 
actual backlash for it. It's like the, it's, 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 it is almost like the trend of people pushing back against the studios and, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're not going to watch a movie because X, Y, Z happened. You know, bad publicity is like the whole, um, well, some people gun, are James the movie, Gunn, though. you know, they fired James Gunn, right? Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. He didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. And, and it's like that kind of thing. Studios are, are taking actions preemptively now. And it's like, uh, this guy is, you know, maybe it wouldn't cause a problem. Maybe nothing would happen on set. Maybe, you know, the, the movie would be fine. And, and yeah, Olivia Munn would have been uncomfortable, but the movie was already made. It's already shot. So it's like, just roll with it. Instead, the studio decided to do something preemptively. You know, that's their right to do it. Oh, he doesn't go by Striegel, by the way. On IMDb, he goes by Steve Wilder. Hmm. So that's why you can't find him. Gotcha. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Um, so the, the news resulted in Fox cutting a scene from the film with actor Stephen Wilder Striegel, who pleaded guilty in 2010 for trying to entice a 14-year-old girl into a sexual relationship on the Internet. Striegel is a longtime friend of the Predator director Shane Black. Our studio was not aware of Mr. Striegel's background when he was hired, Fox told the Associated Press on Thursday. Just hours before the sci-fi movie premiered at Toronto International Film Festival, several weeks ago, when the studio learned of the details, his one scene in the film was removed within 24 hours. Mandu um, plays a scientist, Casey Breck, in the movie, which arrives in theaters September 14th. Tweeted the audience will love it now that the scene is deleted in light of the Me Too and Times Up era. Did it say Shane Black wasn't aware of it, or just the studio? Um, yeah, I think it's, he he had said something like tough. a statement first. And then he afterwards apologized. So I'm pretty sure he knew. His friend I mean, it's like years. if his yeah, friend committed... So the, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I don't know. This one seems pretty... Wikipedia says in 2010, Fonzo, this is basically what you said, but it might be a little sure. more clear. Uh, he was arrested, charged, and registered as a sex offender after facing allegations that he attempted to lure a 14-year-old female into a sexual relationship via the Internet. He served six months in jail after pleading guilty to two felonies, risk of injury to a child and enticing a minor by computer. So this guy isn't like a career pedophile. And, I, and I'm not trying to defend the guy. Um, what he did was bad and it was pretty gross. But in the world of Hollywood, this is probably pretty minor compared to a lot of his of. Uh, a lot of his peers, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, shit, your boy, you're talking about, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Mr. Fast and Furious who died in the, the, the Porsche crash. Why can't I think of his name now? Um, Paul Walker? He, Walker, dude, look up his IMD or look up his history. He had a, he was famous for dating underage women. Like, the woman he was sleeping with, like when Fast and Furious came out, was like 15 and he was 22 or some shit. Like he was a borderline pedophile, if you'd like, if you want to use that word. Mm. So and, you know, but nobody nobody brings that up because why? Because he tragically died. So this this is just this is just another. Another news story that's been brought to the headlines because Hollywood, I don't know if Hollywood in particular is filled with douchey people. And a lot of those douchey people like Weinsteins and this guy and all of them, their douchiness is 
it's sexual in nature. And all of a sudden we want to, we want to flush all these people out. We want to, we want to, we want to, we want to call them all out on all their sins. But the truth is, and we had this conversation months ago over the Weinstein. The truth is this has been going on over for decades and men and women alike have been turning a blind eye. This is just another example of that. But because the hot chick on the movie calls it to attention, it's huge news. And if you ask me, it's not news at all. But does it mean it shouldn't be news? Are you saying it shouldn't have been news? Um, it is, it is news. It, it should be news if that's what people care about. If, if people are clicking on all these links and they want to, uh, you know, the, I like to look at it from a democratic standpoint. If people want to, to not go see the movie because the director hired his old college buddy to be in one scene as a cameo. And so they don't want to go see the predator. Fuck them. Sure. Don't go see the movie. Whatever your reason is, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's a free country. Right. Do whatever you want to do. And I think that's um, where what Olivia Munn did is good because, like you said, this has been turning a blind eye. The, turning a blind eye has been the standard in Hollywood for years. And oh, she yeah, of broke course. away from it. She's like, nope, I'm going to make a stink. Cool. Good for you. These assholes should not be getting away with it. They have been. It's going to take somebody to speak up to do it. On the other side of the coin, you have this guy who made a transgression a long time ago, made a mistake, and maybe he's been trying to be better about it. His friend, Shane Black. Now, I don't know the whole story. I'm just saying. Sure. Maybe sure. Shane Black has been like giving him a handout. Like, all right, here, I'm giving you a chance by being in my movies, you know, to, to since no one, since you're a registered offender, no one wants to give you the time of day now. And so he's been helping uh, him out. Yeah, his IMDb is pretty, pretty, pretty slim. I mean, he's got. Yeah, I'd be called two... a bona fide uh, extra more than an actor, if anything, you know? See, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically what it looks like is he's making a career out of being an extra. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I just feel it's fucked up. She did some. She, uh, she was doing some right, and she's getting bailed on by her castmates. And they don't really. Well, and that's back. the thing, though, because, like, it, it's complicated. <laughs> Because like yeah, she it, it's it's an asshole thing that that uh, that Hollywood is filled with this kind of shit. She speaks speaks up because it needs to be said, but mm-hmm. then she's now also affecting the income of others, the people right. that are part of making that film. So now the film is in danger of not making money, and all these people are going to lose. You know, they're not going to get their money because no one's going to want to go see the film now because she spoke up. It's like it's, that's a tough balance. You know, right. the, and and that and maybe that mentality is what's been keeping all the shit that Hollywood has under wraps because no one, no one wants to lose money, so they'd rather keep their mouth shut and hope you know the movie makes money than say something and then the movie doesn't. That sucks. It's a yeah. tough spot to be in. Right. Like her more compass was just like you know I just can't sit around doing this and I have to say something right when everyone's like, yo, fucking, right. you know, and I mean, it's, it's, it's like, do it's, we know the movie's going to be great? Like it's going to make a lot of money. You know? Right. And, and what's, what's, what's tough is like, it's, she's just uncomfortable. It's not like he did something. It's not like he, he molested her on, on during a scene and nobody saw well, that's, and, yeah, that's, and, and that's, that's, that scene is going to be in the movie. This, and the whole story sort of unique is he's he literally hasn't been caught doing anything for eight years. Right. 
And it's like he he's he's like what the fuck? I didn't do anything. That happened a long time ago. You know, I thought I, I it was a mistake. I fucked up. I I, I you know I was. <laughs> Are there any good pedophiles out there though? Like honestly, like I could, you know. What well, you no, and, and I would pedophile. I would actually argue. Fuck you! Like go fuck yourself. Really? Have I've you ever have you ever stolen something? Have you ever stolen something? Have you ever done anything illegal? Do, do yeah. is it fair to say oh, what motherfucker? You're 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 a thief. You're a lifelong thief now. You're going to go on a thief registration list. So everywhere you go to apply to work, now you're on that list. You know what I mean? It's like, where do you draw the line? So in in I will say this in I've been Fonzo's trick for years, homie. So it's all right. <laughs> all you want. In Fonzo's defense, I most of these people. If you are attracted to young underage people, boys or girls, I I just don't think jail is gonna cure you of that. Yeah. How many times you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, how many successful pedophiles are there? I don't think jail. If we're going down <laughs> that road, you can say that jail doesn't cure anybody of anything. No, I think um <laughs> it's I supposed would argue, to but as long as they're away. Anything that's like sexual in nature, like I mean, this podcast is way off the chain, by the way. Anything that's like somebody's like sort of like caveman instinct, that you're not going to change. An right. Attraction. You know what true, I mean? True. It, you know, you, but you it can, does change, though. It does change. When you when you were a kid, are you saying you were attracted to only women that were eighteen or older? When you uh, were five well, years old, uh, yeah, were I you mean, attracted no, to eighteen it's, plus? It's a f- no. fabulous point. Absolutely. So at some point, you're like, okay, I'm attracted to the other five year olds in my class, and at some point, you're like, hey, I'm attracted. To, I'm I'm twelve years old, but that fifteen year old looks good, and the ten year old looks good, but I'm only twelve. Sure. You know, and at sure. some point, it 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 grows and grows and it changes. Well, you're talking it, about the whole social norm of we have adopted. Not even social norm. I'm not talking about social social norm. I'm talking about some an individual person's attraction to another person, and it happens to be associated with age, or we can track. We can it. it you can assign an age. You're like, oh, that person looks attractive. I have no idea how old they are. Oh, they're ten years old, and I'm eleven. Okay. And then they grow. Now they're 18. They see someone like, oh, that person's attractive. Well, shit, they're 16. You know what I mean? Like that, that it, it's like they're not it, a, someone else might go. They're 16 years old. They're like, hey, that person's attractive. Shit, they're nine. I'm sorry, bud. You got a problem. Right. As they grow, that can change. If it's if it's been changing throughout their young life, it can change through into adult life. As their brain develops and finishes developing, since brains don't finish developing until twenty-five or thirty years old anyway, sure, exactly. It can it it can be affected. So yeah. it's not it's not like lifelong shit. You're a pedophile for life. Eh, you know, some people are. I'm not saying that's the case. Some people are like, yeah, they're full on. They're attracted to one thing, and they're forty years old. I mean, and that's I, it. I'll say this: you show me a thirty-five-year-old dude who's attracted to children, right? And he serves 20 years in prison and he gets out and he's 50 years old. He's still going to be attracted to children. Right. Exactly. He might exactly. be smart enough not to act on it for fear of going back and spending another 20 years or this well, time 30 or 40 years the rest of his life. The but other, 
still going to be attracted to it. Right. The other side of the whole pedophile thing is it's not necessarily attraction physically. It's attraction to the power or a better way to put it, the lack of power. Well, Younger people are easier to manipulate. No, no, no. It's fucking gross. No, listen, it's, it's <laughs> the idea that it's easier to pick up a young, innocent like person who has no d- the self-esteem and has no self-confidence. They, he, this guy talked to him online, right? Like he wasn't even oh. in physical proximity to the person to say, "Oh, I'm physically attracted." No, they just saw a picture, and then it was talking, right? It was ch- not even talking, chatting, which eliminates a whole, whole complication, right? Yeah, absolutely. there could there there is a a attraction to just the ease. They, the, a thirty year old guy feels a lot more confident talking to a fifteen year old girl than a twenty five year old girl because a twenty five year old girl will tell him to go fuck himself. You know what I mean? Like, there's that aspect of it that goes along with it. So, anyway, <laughs> complicated, but that's the, in terms of uh, what we're talking about here. I think what she did is did take guts. It does suck for the movie and its employees and its actors. But it's I think it's necessary. Like Harley said, right? This has been under undercovers, uh, turning a blind eye for years. And I think it's good that it's getting a little bit of light getting shown up. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, look at um, look at uh, uh, Cosby. I think Cosby is probably the, one of the best examples of this. It's like he was pulling the wool over everybody's eyes for three decades. He was the ho- he was the home homely not homeliest. What's the word I'm looking for? Most family, I mean, PG-13 stand-up comedy, the Cosby wholesome? show. Wholesome, maybe? Wholesome. Thank you. That's yeah. exactly what I was looking for. Wholesome. And he turned out to be one of the most career sex offenders slash rapists in Hollywood history. Yeah, it's crazy. insane to think that that we didn't see that or didn't know it or whatever. But it happened. It was there. I mean, we could all look at at Weinstein and go, "That motherfucker was guilty." I mean, the first day I saw that guy, a picture of that guy, I was like, Jesus "That dude's a that dude's a pedophile." Like that guy's gross. You know what I mean? Um, but Cosby, that's a whole different story. And so, um, yeah, yeah, remind everybody that this guy was a douchebag eight years ago. I don't yeah. fuck. Like, yeah, so Shane Black in a statement on Thursday said, uh, having read this morning's news reports, it has sadly become clear to me that I was misled by a friend I really wanted to believe uh, was telling me the truth when he described the circumstances of his conviction. I believe strongly in giving people second chances, but sometimes you discover that chance is not as warranted as you may have hoped. So Shane, uh, Shane Black is lying there. Yeah, he's this, is this is the dude's Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You he's know what C- I mean? He's like, you think he don't fucking know? He's um, bullshit. He's covering bullshit. his own ass. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, too, Shane never apologized to Olivia either. She said, I haven't heard from Shane. I did see his apology, but he never called her first. before He, he just put the apology out public. But, but why should he apologize to her? What for? Because she, she, she put had it out act there. with him? Right, but yeah. how yeah, how she, is how is Shane supposed to know how is Shane supposed to know what's going to make her uncomfortable? Well, the, the and, only scene that he did was with her. So, how was he supposed to know that it would make her uncomfortable? 
how do I how do I know that someone ha- is going to be uncomfortable because this guy has uh, is is on a sexual defender list? Maybe she won't give a shit and she's perfectly okay with it. But where does it say that now you have to disclose that kind of thing every single time for to every person this person's going to work with? Yeah, Tony's and, right. This uh, is a big slippery slope. Does, yeah. Do you have to do you have to disclose everybody's past their record? Yeah, or only yeah, sexual. And well, this guy stole a candy bar thirty years ago. Yeah. Are you this okay guy ate peanuts this morning. Does anybody have a peanut allergy? Well, no. Not okay. Lie. Uh, yeah. So, together, yeah. Because like, it's saying um, one of the actors is saying our studio was not given that opportunity to know that they were working with, um, especially one who appeared to be deleted scene opposite. So I appreciate that you didn't leave well enough alone. Um, so yeah, I just I, I, I mean I feel for a big movie tough, studio, dude. you think you know everyone you're working with. Of course, yeah, but do. you do. Yeah, but he didn't. That that was a while ago. And since it was his friend, he felt like he can just slip him by the radar or some put him. Man, in I'm, what I, radar again? Like, compared to Hollywood, this was a mild offense. I mean, this wasn't like you know he kidnapped her and and you know raped her repeatedly. Nah, he was like he was uh, flirting with her on a chat room. Well, let's say he did you know? rape her. And again, I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it Sounds wasn't like a douchey. I know, I know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a douchey thing to do. But I mean, luckily, you know. that's all as far as it went, right? He didn't put the lotion in the basket or else you'll get the hose again. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mikey, just do it. Yeah. yeah um, it's it's hard. No to... needs Jesus. You know what I mean? He needs Jesus. You know who else works with Jesus? The yeah. nun. Yeah, yeah, kind of like I got. I opened up a can of words with this. <laughs> How do I segue out of this? So yeah, no, I just, I just thought it was, it was, it keeps, it keeps coming up on. Uh, on Obviously, it's an important so. topic because we just spent like thirty minutes on it. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. Bit, you know, like I said, for me, it's a non-issue. It's right. a non-story. So, I, don't I just feel bad that she's getting fucking bailed in black, but she looks like she, she's, no, she looks like she's the evil person. And, and you know what? Well, the, the, and I would agree she's not guilty of anything. She is not. That's why it's um, yeah. But that's the thing. Okay. Last thing. It, when you start speaking out, that's that kind of comes with the territory because people are right. they're defensive of the status quo. This is the way things have been done in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And when you start breaking the mold, you're going to get shit. That yeah. it just comes with the territory. So we'll see if she gets hired on for any other movie from here on out. Oh, yeah. she'll be fine. She, yeah, she'll, she'll be she fine. She'll for be the fine. Next seven to eight years while she's still hot, and then she'll disappear. No. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Harley has spoken. There you go. Clearly, Tony has spoken too. Wow, we haven't heard him talk in like five years. Yeah, that's sure. And like four hundred episodes. (laughs) So poor Tony. Are you sure you didn't smoke some weed, Tony? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I'd be way more mellow. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, the Nun. The new movie came out. Uh, It's got a six point zero in IMDb. Horror mystery thriller. It's part of the old. uh, It's in the Conjuring universe. It says witness the darkest chapter in the Conjuring universe. It says on its poster, directed by Corin Hardy. I'm not sure what else he's done. A priest with a haunted past and a novice on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate the death of a young nun in Romania and confronts a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. So yeah, I uh, was chilling at home on a Thursday night and then I saw a commercial for the nun. It's like it's out now. I'm like, huh? It's out now? Shit. Let me go on, on my phone on MoviePass, see if it's going to be on there for, like, you know, 
um, if it's going to be allowed me to watch it because it's a new movie. The mo- a movie has been kind of strict lately. And sure enough, there mm-hmm. it was. And there was a 1045 showing at Sinopolis right, right by my house. And I'm like, oh, let me see if uh, anybody wants to go. I'll throw it out there. And sure, then I was like, yeah, let's go see it. All right. First off, we tried to get tickets. All the For a 1045 showing, there was only like four or five seats left. So, so I was like, wow, on a Thursday night? Huh, okay. Um, no seats uh, next to each other. Um, for some reason, that's a big case. That's a huge deal for Donaldo, the deal breaker, because when there were seats that weren't together, he didn't want to do it. There was one where it was like a, a seat by itself and then one next to the handicap, and he didn't want to do that. He felt like he didn't want to take somebody's handicap spot. Mind you, it's 10.45 p.m. It's not like a handicap person would come that late, but who knows? Maybe he didn't feel right, so we're like, all right, fuck it. So he's like, let's just go on Monday. Let's go on Monday. I'm like, all right. So I go back on the side just to go check on that, and boom, two seats open up back side uses. Uh, next to each other, I'm like, all the yo, they're fucking open. There's two side to side. Let's do it. Somebody must have canceled whatever. So I get my real quick. I'm like, get the next one next to hurry. <laughs> he's fucking stressing out. He's trying to do it on his phone. Finally get it. We end up going. Um, and we go check out the nun. Uh, I'm a big, huge conjuring fan. I like the, I like the first one a lot. The second one, not so much. Maybe only seen it once or twice. Um, haven't seen any of the Annabelle movies. Annabelle, I heard the Annabelle first one's not as good, but I heard Annabelle creation is a little bit better. Um, just I guess any way to fucking make money, right? Um, Is, isn't this supposed to be the one that started everything, like at the beginning of the whole timeline? I, I thought I remember seeing some kind of like infographic or something. That on said the that? Internet. It could that, be. Like, I mean, this it, is the very beginning. You it know? showed I mean, Conjuring we, and then Annabelle, like this timeline, and then all the way at the beginning was the nun. Well, they do. Yeah, I mean, we do go way back to like fucking way back in time. Okay. So yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Then I would say yeah. Um, yeah, that, I think I think you're right. So, um, starts off like the movie looks gorgeous, like the the eeriness, especially when they're when back in time um, with these two nuns and trying to investigate something super creepy. Um, then we get introduced to these three characters: uh, Damien Bashir, Father Burke, Taisa Farmiga. I think she's got to be a Vera Farmiga's kid. Looks just like her. She's young. Mm. Plays Sister Irene, and we got this other guy, Jonas Block with Frenchie. Kind of does a little bit of the. A little comedy in it, you know, just to line shit up because it is really dark and it's rated R. Um, if you're expecting to see The Nun uh, in the movie called The Nun, you'd be, you might be a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, the three main characters, you spend a lot of time with them, but you don't really know too much about them. Like, there's decent jump scares. Um, it's kind of... I mean, remember when, when me and Dylan left, we're like, you liked them? Like, yeah, that's all right. And then sitting back thinking about it, I'm like, they didn't really have much to it. There's no meat on it. Um, kind of boring in times. Um, like I said, the the look, the aesthetic, like decent jump scares isn't enough. You know what I mean? I need to invest in these characters. I need to care about these characters. And you just kept seeing, like every other scene, we're just looking and looking and looking at these characters. There's not really anything towards it. So it's kind of like, man, what a bummer. I wanted to see at least, you know, there's some creepy images here and there, but it just unfortunately wasn't enough, you know what I mean, to be invested. So... I said at the end of the day, um, if you're if you Conjuring Universe, if you like if you like these movies, you're probably gonna check it out anyways. Um, but if you're on the fence, you don't you don't have to watch it in the theater. You know you could rent it, but if I say that you rent it, it's a dollar, right? Or is it a waste of time? That's where I'm conflicted. So like, did I enjoy myself? Would I watch it again? Probably not. So I th- I think from from leaning, I'm have to lean to mm. waste of time. Waste of time. That would be a waste of time. All right. 
Uh, just just before I forget, because I was going to say it, but you started your review. Um, you said, did I smoke? Uh, but I was going to say that I think I just got a contact high from watching the Joe Rogan, Ellen Musk interview <laughs> where they're smoking. Oh, shit, no way. I, I started watching that because I, re- <clears throat> I started doing a Joe Rogan podcast again. I just love listening to that guy. Um, he had, Ellen he Musk had on the... There. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course. It was like is that is that the picture they're showing online? Yes, the the meme with him with that big joint. Yes, that's the one. Oh, because I saw a picture of him painted as a Joker and said, "You want to know how I got these cars? I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't know that was him." Yeah, Yeah, he's a he's a quirky character for sure. I I can see why Tesla's kind of shitting themselves because he you know, largely himself started this gigantic car company now, now that is really a threat to the big three. And, but he, every once in a while does some batshit crazy stuff, you know, the, the, the fucking flamethrower. And, you know, he, he, he thought it was, he was going to rescue all those kids in fucking Myanmar or whatever. They were stranded in that, the mine or whatever. Mm. Like he, he'll do some weird shit and his company is potentially a groundbreaker for one of the biggest industries in American history, the automobile industry. And, you know, the amount of money that 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 company is and could be worth, they're not going to waste no time with him doing smoking joints on the Joe Rogan podcast. You know what I mean? It's just not politically correct. And so, I mean, there's, there's, hundreds of thousands of Americans that alone will not buy a Tesla because the CEO of the company smokes wheat. You know, the conservatives that voted for Trump. I mean, just the, it's not the his list goes on and anyway, on. Really. What's that? It's not his target market anyway, really. Well, I agree, but he has claimed he wants it to be. He has claimed he wants everybody in America to be driving a fucking Tesla. He wants to sell 2 million cars a year or some shit like that. You know, meanwhile, the what do you think the, about those cars, Harley? Being a big car guy, I, I I think they're great. I mean, they're incredibly expensive, and they're technological marvels. They are the fastest accelerating cars on the planet. Plain and simple. Um, yeah, I'd love to have one, to get one, but they're incredibly expensive. And and then and I just read an article get, that get talked about. Um, even more off topic uh tesla's starting to charge people to use their superchargers so like the superchargers that are all over the country they can charge a tesla mm-hmm. in 80 80 or 90 percent <clears throat> in 20 minutes they used to be free and now they're going to charge mm-hmm. well somebody did the math where if you drove you know if you drove your tesla and then paid at all these superchargers and never actually used your electricity at home <clears throat> and paid Tesla what they want for the supercharger and compared that to what a brand new Prius gets mileage per gallon. It's cheaper to buy a Prius <laughs> and, and, and drive a hybrid because the electricity is expensive enough that it would counteract the cost of the car. So, um, you know, uh, electric cars are the future. That's, that's a no, that's a, no brain, no issue, plain and simple. Electricity is free. You just have to fucking buy solar panels. Um, it, it, it's it's an absolute no brainer. Uh, it's just 
especially in the states where we like our cars, we like our V8s. Um, hey, I got one. Um, you, you know, um, it's it's the old, it's a hundred year old market, and so uh, the big three have done everything they can to. I mean the the politics of stopping Tesla. Are they fucking high they listen to this episode. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck are uh, they talking about? I'm sober as a judge, man. Um, but yeah, anyways, yeah. Joe Rogan because um, Tesla's are cool. Art was mentioning um, the he did an interview with Diamond Dollars Page and he said it was really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he has some amazing interviews. His podcasts are always long form, you know, two two and a half hours. I listen to the podcast with him. And uh, the author of Fight Club. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, dude, it was that guy is a trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then I listened to uh, a political commentary, a commentator. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was very interesting, very, very uh, informative, enlightening. enlightening. Um, so, yeah, I, I love, I'd say Joe Rogan's podcast, my favorite podcast, besides the Bad Boys podcast. So, I mean, if you're out there listening, make sure you listen to this podcast. Before. Already stop listening. Tune but, in then when, but then, when you're done, you go go check out. Now, Tony, you did you do you pronounce it? Ellen Musk. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. Elon Musk. It's probably Elon yeah. Musk. I was it's probably pronounced it Elon. It's probably Elon Musk. Yeah, Tony's high. He's high. Hey, 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 hey! Won't be different day. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, see, we randomly rants. There you go. Being bullshit around. Where are we at now? Let's see. There we go. All right. So I had this week's homework. Like I said it was brought to you by the fine folks over at uh, Shrimp, Shrimp Cat Cinema, aka Boy Ronnie, on Instagram. If you ain't following them, follow them. It's a cool little movie poster, movies he's seen. Uh, movies that aren't uh, the mainstream, you know, a little bit off the beaten path that people aren't seeing or have too many eyeballs on them. He wants to shine some light on them, give them a chance. This one had Ryan Reynolds, Ben Mendelsohn, and my ace, two good actors. It should be pretty good. Directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. I don't know if they're a married couple or... I don't know idea. Yeah, but uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, down on his luck and facing financial hardship, Jerry teams up with a younger charismatic poker player, Curtis, and attempt to change his luck. The two set off on a road trip through the South with visions of winning back what's been lost. Come on, 2015, comedy drama. Um, <laughs> this is a comedy? This is comedy drama right there. I missed something? You were laughing? Uh, I don't remember laughing ever. <laughs> really? How do you yeah. get? How do you get an old lady to say "Go fuck yourself"? Oh, that that joke's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you have another sweet old lady say "Bingo." Bingo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Mississippi Grind. Um, we're all big fans of Deadpool and Ben Mendelsohn. I think I don't know. What do you? We saw what was the last time we saw Ben Mendelsohn in Ready Player One. Yeah, that one yeah, in Star Deadpool Star too. Wars. I mean, he's he's right. he plays he's, a bad guy. He's always yeah. a bad guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's safe, safe to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, most of the looking and just looks like the evil. Yeah, he just, you know, typecasted, but typecasted for a reason. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, yeah, uh, I always enjoyed this movie. I, um, in the very beginning, um, it's been, I just, the interaction between the two characters, I just, I'm thinking, is there something 
like like spiritual? Like is he like I was thinking maybe is he a guardian angel? Like is he the one that sees him? Is he there just to help him out? Like what? What's you know that's funny. I, I had a similar. I kept thinking, you know, there was going to be some brought plot. down to earth or this. Yeah, he's here following this guy for a reason. Like why? Why did he choose him? You know. Yeah. All the people on the bar are like, does he do this all the time? You know, does he just help somebody out and then bail or somebody else? Like, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. But when they they do interact and they become friends, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe they're just genuine friends. Or they're just going to be friends, and you know, they both like the gamble, and you know, we uh, they talk about the same rainbow they saw, and then they go to a dog race, and one of them's named Rainbow. We got a fucking bow. Um, just really cool, like conversations, like uh, like the tone of like the music. I like the way it looks. So I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. Um, it's it tends to, for me anyways, it tends to like um, kind of lose its steam a little bit towards the middle. Like I was, I wasn't sure where it was gonna go. Um, but just the interaction between the characters always, I always like Doug. Um, but um, yeah, I was, I, I, I was having a good time watching this movie. How, how did you guys feel? It was Tony? surprising. It was surprising that it, that I enjoyed it. There, they had a. <sighs> It's hard to describe it as a chemistry, but it was more like they they had that that love for or obsession with gambling, um, and it was it's almost like you know the meet cute in movies, you know where the guy meets the uh-huh. girl. And, have you heard of that? <laughs> I'm guessing you haven't heard of it. So I'm it's when like it's when in a relationship the guy meets the girl. <laughs> But this seems like it's the, the the friendly version, like this when they, when a guy meets a guy and like they have something in common. Like, dude, we're fucking friends now, you know. Like, what, we're gonna build a fort. Huh? If you can coin that, what would you coin? <laughs> that? I don't know the the bro on, meet. You're gonna venture yeah. right now. You do it. <laughs> the bro meet. Uh, yeah. Um, what would you call it? I don't know. The, a, the, the Are you referring the, to the bromance of the film? It's a bromance, but it's like the beginning of it. You get to see the start of it. You know the bro, the the, the, the you get to see the broception. The broception. Wow! Wow! That is your title of the week for sure. Congratulations! But anyway, that's that's what it 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 felt cool to just watch that, just kind of like naturally. Yeah, you know they they saw the rainbow, they had that in common, and it's like oh shit, you like that. I like that too. You know, I saw that too. You like to gamble? I like to gamble. And then like, you know, they're like 14 year olds. I like 14 year olds too. 14 year old whiskey, (laughs) whiskey, 14 year old whiskey. That's what they were talking about. (laughs) Was it Medford? What did he call it? (laughs) Yeah. I can't remember the name. I was trying to remember. It was bullet. I know bullet was the one and he said for the other. That was good. I mean, that that little joke, but, uh, but at some point I was like really feeling, started feeling anxious I was anticipating like something's some, something's gonna go to shit. Like one of yeah, these me, guys is lying. Go bad. Does Ryan turn on him? What's gonna right? Happen? One of these guys That's is gonna like stab the other. Happen? Is Ryan was gonna turn on? Yeah, like one of these guys happen. is gonna turn. Yeah. And then like right around that time, I said it out loud. I was like, man, this is this movie's got me on suspense because I keep expecting someone to fuck it up. So right. someone's gonna mess up this friendship. Mm-hmm. And um, Lainey's like, yeah, I've 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 been waiting for a movie to just like show somebody gambling or somebody having trouble with money he actually gets the money and pays it off cool like i want i i I've never seen a movie that gives me that satisfaction what's that oh okay okay so i'm gonna stop both y'all motherfuckers right now this is a relatively new movie and you guys are spoiling the shit out of it <laughs> tony did not me 
Oh no, no, but that's what Lainey was saying. Like at the beginning, she's like, "I want, I just want to see a movie where they more. do this, mm. right? Where like someone is down on their luck, but he manages to 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 make something happen. And even even if it's not a lot, he just like pay that pay, pay that one guy off, or 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 finish, you know, pay that debt off, or whatever it is, just solve it." Because every movie makes it like you never see that, right? You, you never gotta, see that. You, you got see the movie. Sweating bullets. Like what was that one with Robert Pattinson? Right, he's looking over his shoulder. Where yeah, like, exactly. Like you solve one yeah. thing, but you got three more things that are breaking. You know, it's like yeah, fucking yeah, a. Yeah. It's fucking everything. Like two steps forward, three steps back worse. thing. And so she was like, it, "That kind of movie gives you a lot of anxiety," and that's what we were feeling in this movie. It's like shit, man. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Um, but luckily, like I mean, you guys kind of kind of mentioned how he almost seems like a guardian angel ish like what the fuck mm-hmm. um and it was very feel good like it ended up satisfying i was like okay all right and all that anxiety i had <laughs> i didn't need it it was good <laughs> so you're right it's, it's it's we shouldn't be spoiling this movie um but if anybody does start watching it and they feel anxiety don't worry about it don't worry about it it's all good I feel I feel a little guilty because um, I feel like it doesn't do the truth justice. Uh, ben Mendelsohn's character is a mess, and the longer the film goes on, the more you realize this dude's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> like when he visits his ex-wife, like I mean, it's all it's got all the cliches of of a junkie. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, when you're watching the movie, it's pretty much straightforward. Ben Mendelsohn's um, a junkie. I mean, he's, you know, we've seen it with movies and with drugs and alcohol. And, and you know, um, he is absolutely addicted to gambling. And he will gamble his, the fucking, you know, the shirt off his back. And typically when we watch these movies, that dude ends up dead or in prison or you know, grinding Mm -hmm. away. Um, And uh, this one is a little bit different. Um, And so at this, like you, I I felt like a little, like a little, huh, you know what I mean? At the end, but then at the same time, I was like, that's not the way that shit would go down. You'd already seen that movie. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, I've seen, you know, I saw this movie and I immediately flashed back to Rounders. Mm -hmm. I was always a big fan of of Rounders. Fonzo, you never saw it because Matt Damon's in it. Uh, But Edward Norton's in it. And um, it's it's a good, fun, like gambling movie. And then I started thinking, I was like, what are some other good, like gambling movies? You know what I mean? And it's like, We've seen the color of money. That's a classic Scorsese. It's not, it's not gambling in the sense of like, it's about like cards, but the, you know, they're pool players. And I think that's the, the sequel to the hustler. If I, if I, if I'm correct. Um, we watched hard eight not long ago, a couple of years ago, the Paul Thomas Anderson film. Um, yeah, that was another good one that we saw. I remember enjoying that one. Um, so there's a bunch of like gambling movies that come up when you kind of Google like great gambling movies. And and this one isn't a great film by any stretch of the means. Um, and I would actually argue that the 
chemistry between the two actors wasn't that strong. Oh, the per- what are you talking about? The, let me let me finish. The oh, performance God. from the two actors was good. Uh, ben Mendelsohn, especially How towards the end. How can that be the case? If their performances were good, then you that would mean you'd believe them. Well, okay, the, so their interactions. Right, right. So their performance is good, but what were they performing? <laughs> were, were they performing chemistry? The or perception, were they motherfucker. Right. <laughs> the perception, the, the romance. I don't know. I just didn't feel like I didn't feel I like you were pointing out. I I kept thinking, you know, when's the shoe going to drop? When's Ryan Reynolds character? And I just never felt a genuineness. Tony, can you get that draw from Death Proof where uh, Tracy Thomas goes, answer the question, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just didn't feel I didn't feel um, a bond between the two actors i felt i felt sincerity when ryan reynolds is talking to the girlfriend um you know i like the, the subtleness when when mendelson has to explain to i think it's essentially a prostitute like she's the one person he can kind of be honest with and say well i mean you know I'm, I'm, I'm bad with money like he can't admit that to anybody except for a fucking prostitute. You know what I mean? And she's like, well, that's not, you know, who said anything about money? He's like, no, that's not what I'm, I'm not trying to insult you, but I just, I want to tell somebody. And, you know, and at the end, he's like, I'm a shitty human being. Like he, you know, he, 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 he connects that. I, I feel that connection with, with the other perf- performers when it's him and Reynolds bullshitting at the bar, which is like a half of the movie. Um, I don't know. I just didn't feel a super strong connection between the two actors. So that's so weird. Yeah, yeah. And 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 largely, like that's the strength of the film is is that chemistry between the two actors. And I would argue I got enough enjoyment out of just sort of watching the the ride, so to speak. I mean, in some ways, it's even a a road trip movie. Um. And both of the characters are sort of charismatic in their own ways. Mendelssohn is such a mess. You feel bad for him. You feel empathy or sympathy. Ryan Reynolds, you just keep, he's so charming. You want to just keep giving him benefit of the doubt and assume he's it's so funny. This, to... this review online saying the same thing where it says, frustrating would be the best way to describe the film for a lack of a better word. And you're constantly left on knife's edge waiting to learn more about our two main protagonists are. Or for the final, or for the film to truly hit an emotional home run, but it sadly never comes, despite a suitably tense final few scenes and the likable leads doing their utmost with their roles. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I would tend to agree. There's not a lot from a screenplay standpoint. Like it's a pretty straightforward. There's no big plot twist. There's nothing major, heavy that happens. It's a pretty straightforward. But does um, that make it different and stand out from those other gambling movies that you're referring to? <laughs> Yeah, you know we get everything the same. Sure. Cookie cutter. Yeah, in a lot of ways, you're right. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Um, I I don't know that that makes for a great movie. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but having, again, having the great performances kind of helps that, though, doesn't it? it? Just, well, and that's the thing. And, and you know, ultimately, I, I feel like I'm shitting all over the movie. When the truth is, <laughs> you always shit on some and then give it a doll afterwards. So we're yeah, yeah, for that, right, Tony? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I think like you, Fonzo, I midway second to third act i was kind of like 
feeling a little frustrated. You know what I mean? And then the ending, I I don't want to say was a letdown, but it it just I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, were you thinking about it afterwards or no? Uh, no, not really. No, I mean, you know, it's it's a passable movie, and for that, it gets a dollar. Um, but I buy that you know, for a dollar. I'm never gonna see it. Again. I'm never gonna watch it again. You know, it it's an absolute go see it if if you like these kind of flicks, if you like these kind of gambling movies. Um, then you'll enjoy this because it, again, it, it's it's not a bad movie in any stretch of the means. It's not great either. Um, but you, few people are going to be absolutely disappointed that they saw it. You know what I mean? So take that take that for what you will. Okay, Tony. Um, I liked it. I I, I agree. I, I don't think I'd watch it again. Um. But it was it was enjoyable. Um, yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, the fact that I didn't know what was going to happen and I was interested the whole time, mm-hmm. and it did it did a good job. So I'm going all in. I'm putting all my chips where they fall. Mm. So yeah, I'm buying it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. There you go. All right. Now let's see. How the BBPC family? Excuse me. Does I'm, I'm, I think I'm a coin that the BBPC family. I think they're family. I like that. I like that. That's good. Tony, if you could be so kind, sir. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game: Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants Angie from Fallbrook, Reed from the NZ, Art from Cali, and Donaldo. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> I was hoping we'd have some jingles in the background, some music. Uh, maybe next time. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just a cup of smoke in the background. Some Dr. Dre. <laughs> so, yeah. I uh, Do they all play it safe? Do they all three? Do they all go? All I, I think you're going to get a lot of uh, two for threes, three nobody's, for threes. Nobody's gambling? Yeah. I think they, I think they want to play three, it safe. Maybe, maybe a couple accents. Maybe some stoned. Uh, I th- I I'm expecting. I have high hopes for Angie. Let me ask you this, okay? Mm. Your criteria for a call. Oh, these the sound stoned. What are you looking for in a call? A lot of um and uh, I need that. I need that butthead cough. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me you got that. <laughs> Play it again over and over again. Okay, that's what you're looking for. That's all you're looking for. It's a butthead uh, and some us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Harley <laughs> is gonna give it a dollar, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can't do stoned. Okay, see that's what I'm saying. So if you you're gonna critique on someone's stone call, but yeah, you don't hang out with stoners. You don't know. Uh, no, no, no. I'd, I I would be pretty pretty um uh, forgiving on okay. the stone. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Just put yeah. it out there because I mean people yeah. calling in. They're busy times in their life, you know. They pull over. They're working. They pull over. They make a call. They're feeding the family. They got to go around the corner to the bathroom, make a call or something. You know, it's hard. So I'm confused. What? When people call in. They call in. Yeah, when they call in, sometimes they're they're at work. You know, oh. they're driving. They pull over. They make the call. Sometimes they're they have, uh, making dinner. They got to, they got to sneak they out have, to the room, make a call. They have all week to call in. 
but now it's somehow like a big accomplishment. I go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> You're fucking pissing me off tonight. <laughs> it's so easy to fuck with you, Fonzo. That's actually hilarious. Fonzo thinks so too. Bad boys. Check, check, check. We got fucking reggae. We got the bong rip. We got a cough. Yeah. Bang. I should go back to being the points guy because fucking Harley's the worst. Well, no, I, I told you I'm, I'm going to be forgiving and that absolutely earns a, a point. Ah, sorry. sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this week. <laughs> he even gave us an um. <laughs> he gave me we the even um. got an um, he gave me the um. Oh my! See, unbelievable. Read it was a uh, movie something about Mississippi. Um, I think everybody's gonna give that one a dollar. Boom! Everyone: Tony, Harley, and Fonzo. And then he's playing bad boys too. I mean, come on! I know it's awesome. Come on! He said all the fucking. He's hitting, he said all the I'm, I'm impressed. Is that it? Tony was he going? I think he said the and then. Movie. So I'm imagining that's for the extra extra credit. So we had the fucking. I mean, come on! Kudos for the bad boys music in the background. So here's the, bomb, the, got the, here, the um, here's the deal. He literally just scored fucking five points. <laughs> <laughs> Could he have dope? No, he can't do it. I mean that that puts him uh, in second place, one he, point down on 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 the first place guy. Like that. that was that was huge. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, yeah. played it safe. Did his dollars across the board? Get some four points. Take a quarterback on fourth and nine and going for it. Hell yeah! Hands will catch it. Unlike Philip Rivers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Gets five points. Good job, Breed. And thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to call us every week. That was genuine. That was genuine. Hello, hello. You know, already I'm gonna call in the homework, right? Or Mississippi grind. Panzo, Panzo is gonna only give it, give it only one dollar. Harley, he gonna give it as later, and MCP, he MCP, he gonna only give it only one dollar. All right, y'all. For- so two dollars. Oh, so quiet. What the fuck? What happened there? <laughs> I felt like Tony cut her off. Oh, it sounded like she was going to switch to the other movie. Eight hours, extra credit. See? Oh, yep, see. So she uh, she said, so I get later. Yeah, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, smoking weed via so bongs, pipes, joints, and uh, 
vapors or whatever the fuck else. Vapors. <clears throat> that a thing? The vapors? That a thing? Isn't that something women used to get in the old days? They'd get the vapors. <laughs> the vapors. <laughs> the wheels have come off the wagon. I don't know. She got the accent. She got. Oh no! She so she gets. Uh, she gets. Uh, yeah, she thought I gave a Slater, right? Right. Yeah. But she gave you two a dollar, and she gets a dollar for the accent. So she scored three points in total, which is good. That's right. I wonder why she thought you'd give it a slater. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because she thinks I'm a gambling junkie or something. Not sure. What's going on, bad boys? Happy football Sunday. Football's oh, finally back. Go Ravens. Motherfucker right here. You hear this guy? Stone, stone, stone cold over here. Um. Yeah. See, he gave you a num. Anyways, uh, <laughs> touche. You're right. He if he gave costs, me the um. I'm falling off my fucking chair if he coughs. Anytime Unin- during this fucking room. Unintentionally. Review. Yes. Please don't cough now. I'm gonna fucking lose. <laughs> yeah. On to the picks. Uh, Mississippi grind. I think the only reason why I want to see this is because. Not because of Ryan Reynolds, because of Ben Mendelsohn, whatever his name is. Something different than the villainous roles in Ready Player One or Star Wars Rogue One. He really wants to see him, so even though he, he doesn't know his fucking name. Like a different type of role for him, so I'm curious to see what he does in this movie. But anyways, I think all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. Um, Boom. We call, we call that the Donaldo for a reason. Mm-hmm. See? Boom, 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 boom. Imagine no, if he F. Bang, 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 bang. Imagine bang. if he had fucking an accent. He'd be just, you know. But like he said, you don't even need it. He gets no point, though. What? He gets no point. But for what? For accents. Oh. But he got he got four points. See, he would have had a great game if fucking Reed didn't fucking knock it out of the park before him. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but this is what we're saying. I think you know they're doing well points wise. So, right. all right. All within first. Let's see, Art. What is what, what is up, the, bad what boys? Is, is your homeboy Art still working on that horrible, horrible accent? So, anyways, I'm gonna just hit you straight with my reviews. And this week, the main man, the baddest of the bad boys, Fonzo, picked a movie called. Mississippi Grind. Never really negative, heard of this movie. Negative one point. Word up. Trailer looks interesting as hell, and I will look it up. My man Fonzo, unlike MCP, always picks good movies. So anyways, I'm going to go with Fonzo right off the top. I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. Uh, this movie seems interesting, unless they did a really good job on the trailer. I can't see how anyone gave it anything less than a dollar. I don't think it's later, and I hate to do this for like two picks in a row. Three picks in a row, but I'm going to say... All the bad boys gave it a dollar. One, two, three. MCP Harley gave it a dollar. So there you go. Good for you. Good for you. Stick to your guts. On. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is this is one of the best best Easily. point scores. Oh because yeah. Because you got five points, four points, four points, and three points. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's so. fucking. Everyone's got their A game right now. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's yeah. fucking. They don't want to. They don't want to fuck it up. So. Yeah. Where are we at point wise right now? 
So that would put us at 18 for art. Uh, 15 for Donaldo. Uh, these aren't final numbers, so uh, 13 for Reed. 15 for Angelina. So, yeah, uh, Angelina and Donaldo are tied for second. And uh, Art's got first and, and Breed. But with a strong showing, Reed, Reed's right there, too. Man, so. I'm telling you, man, this is close. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Harley? Anyone's game? I, I'm... There was given 110%. I, I am incredibly... High. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I feel really fortunate that all three of our, all four of our fans take their time out of their busy schedule. You know, they take time off their you work. Know, you try to be funny. You know, you try, you like, you, you <laughs> go with the joke and you, you know, you, you just don't, you don't hit the landing. You know what I mean? This smile was good, but you just don't, you don't hit the landing. It's not that like, all right, it's not, all right, yeah, cool. it just, you went too long, you know. Ah, uh, maybe that's very it. asshole too vibes, okay. you know, very dickish, you know. Good, good. You gotta, but you gotta, then... you gotta nail it. You gotta come in, you gotta come in quicker. Just, okay, all right. Okay, my mistake. I'll, I can I'll see try you to... smiling behind the microphone. Yeah, and it's just an ugly ass smile, and it's just not working. It's just you, right. gotta, you gotta land it. You gotta hit the land. Okay, I got try it again. Try next. So, time. Right, next. Time. I, applaud, I applaud the effort, though. All right, you get an E for effort and T for nice, Trey. Is that what you give all your kids? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, oh, no, it's good. No, these guys are—they're oh, slowly. Uh-huh. They're absolutely—they're slowly getting. They're figuring out what we do. At this point, it's anyone's ball game. They're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're figuring it out. Hells to the yeah. Yes. Who got the extra credit this week, y'all? I did. So, um, I wasn't, you know, I, I'd seen this movie a couple times, probably twice before. It's been a long time though. And, uh, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't remember the highlights of this movie. I don't, I don't remember the big, the big bullet points, you know? And then I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is Eddie Murphy's like first film. You know what I mean? And Nick Nolte's young, and Walter Hill is is still. Um, I don't know if it's early in his directing career. Probably not. Um, but yeah, this was a and and Wikipedia gives this credit as one of the first like buddy cop films. So uh, I was like, yeah, absolutely, dude. Let's let's get some forty eight hours going. So. Um, uh, halfway, through the, halfway through the halfway through the Long Beach, yeah. Halfway through the movie, I remembered why I don't remember much of this movie. Why is that? Because a lot of it doesn't hold up very well. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was I was largely bored through a lot of this. Um, it's not a comedy. There's very little comedy in it. Um. It's it's largely. I'm gonna Joe, Joe in this interview and just walk the fuck out, and drop the microphone. I'll be right back. It's it's largely <laughs> a dramatic crime film. Um, there's a couple funny scenes with Eddie Murphy, of course, the when he walks into the bar and he's like, "I don't like white people." Like that entire scene. 
That's why you got mad, huh? It's like six minutes long, and That's it's it's absolutely hilarious. Um, you know all the the talking of of uh, Reggie is that his character's name? Reggie Hammond trying to get laid. That's funny. It's it's got good it, it's good laughs. Um, but the rest of the film doesn't hold up very well. Um, I don't feel a lot of menace from James Remar or Sonny Landham. Um, Sonny doesn't even speak in the movie. <laughs> and we all love him at Predator. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the movie's filled with sort of period actors that we recognize, you know? Um, the Warriors in the house. Yeah, so... Um, there's a bunch of like cool actors that I recognize from the eighties. And so this one's right up my wheelhouse in the sense of the period, the kind of thing, but it ends up just being boring. Um, it was funny cause I was watching it and I was like, dude, I guarantee you whoever did the score for this movie is the same guy that did the score for Commando. <laughs> James Horner. IMDB that shit absolutely. And it was funny because I'll give you a little hint. Chris gave this movie a waste of time, but she gave the score a pile of shit. So <laughs> she hated that. She hated the score. It was so I don't think funny. I've never gotten that rating before. Somebody didn't like the movie, but really hated the score. Yeah, she hated the score. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was just kind of funny. So, but yeah, that's all good. Yeah, no, she, no, she's not a dubstep fan. I'm talking about Tony's Tony's wife. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, it, you know, it's not a bad movie. I, oh, I fuck it. Shut, okay, just just shut the fuck up for a second. All right, all right, I'll let the you... real fucking people talk for crying out loud. All right, all right. You, you're you're high off cough medicine or some shit. Sit the fuck down and listen up. We wouldn't have huh. fucking bad boys if it wasn't for fucking forty eight hours. All right. We got fucking cops. We got squibs. We got action. We got car chases. We got the buddy cop action. I don't know if it's done before. For, before in what eighty two when this came out. At least it's definitely yeah. Walter like, Hill is fucking man's man director. All right. See the movies he's done. You don't fuck around, man. He did the fucking Warriors for crying out loud. All right. Uh, I don't know how you were bored, man. This I got fucking grizzled ass Nick Nolte. He's always got to talk like this, which is fucking great. You got Eddie Murphy, young Eddie Murphy prime, just. Just curse, just having a that, that scene in the bar. It's just fucking great alone, dude. The fucking car chase with the bus, dude. At the beginning, we got homeboy from Breaking Bad. All right, we got the cop, dude. Boom, spoiler, he's fucking gone. He don't last around. The cops, they don't, even, they don't, they ask, they shoot first, ask questions later. They're not fucking around. All right, this this movie. I don't know what the fuck movie you were watching. You must have been sleepy, drowsy, sick when you're watching this because I don't know what the fuck movie you're watching. Because the one I was watching was entertaining as fucking movie. Tony, what's up? Go ahead. No, nah, you can Tony, Tony's gonna agree with me. Watch. Yeah, you can you can keep going, Fonzo. No, I'm fucking. I'm good. I I, I said my piece. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. I knew it wouldn't. It's I mean, boring. You know yeah. <laughs> I was. I, 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 I I'll give you this. That bar scene coming from Black Book, and you say this is boring. <laughs> The, the the bar scene was entertaining, but it was only a small fraction of the whole movie, it's, and yeah. I didn't like the rest of the movie. I mean, I I hate to agree with Tony. I do. <laughs> most most people do. 
And most people hate to agree with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I, it just kept, and then it was like, kind of like a, uh, unfulfilling end, ending, and I was just like, I, I mean, I liked, I liked at the end where you, you see them being friends. You know what I mean? Reggie's got to go back. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, Nick Nolte's not going to take all his money, which would have been quite the douchey thing to do. Um, <clears throat> you know, and even in, uh, you know, Reggie even gets a little trim before the end of the movie, you know. <laughs> so, so we're, we're all, we're all feeling good about ourselves kind of thing. Um, but it, it, the movie just, I don't know. It just doesn't, it's a bunch of like kind of scenes. There's again, this movie is light on the comedy. It's especially like, we don't even see Eddie Murphy's character till like 30, 40 minutes into the movie. Like yeah, it's be... just a straight up like cop drama before then, and then Eddie's sarcasm, it, you know, ran up against Nick Nolte's straight up cop, like almost maybe even borderline racist cop. Um, that's supposed to create comedy, but it's like I don't know. It just didn't. I didn't laugh a lot. Like I love the fucking. Beverly Hills Cop movies, like even all three of them, like I'll watch the third one. Like those are fun and they have all the same elements. It's the, the sarcasm, the jokes, the action. But this one just felt like it was trying to be a gritty and it does. It succeeds in being this like gritty crime drama, especially for 1982. So I give it points for that. But you know, watching it in 2018, like, especially if you're not a big Eddie Murphy fan or a Nick Nolte fan or a Buddy Cop fan, like, you're just going to watch this movie. Like, Chris, she just, like, checked out. I mean, she was just bored to tears with it. Um, you know, it, Eddie shines. His talent shines. His comedic timing, you know, it, it shines. But it's, it's like, I don't know. It, yeah. It, so yeah, I end up giving a waste of time too. Hmm. Double waste. That would be that would a waste, be of, a waste time. of time. It's my dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I, and I don't, I'm not angry at you. You know, I mean, again, I, I acknowledge that this is, you know, um, an early, version of that cop drama and so but it's different but it's a convict you know well and that's the, the thing Rush hours or anything yeah. any of those movies oh yeah it, you know? absolutely absolutely um but i uh, a million movies have done this genre better <laughs> um so it might have been the original but it it's not the best that's for sure so yeah fortunately and this is going to throw our listeners for a curve because right it is. they're going to, they're going to think I'm going to give this a Slater. They're going to see some <laughs> Slater's thrown out here. You oh, watch. Yeah. Uh, this is going to fuck with a lot of people. Watch. Yeah. Extra credit. <clears throat> Hang on. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
Probably just a little toy bubble machine thing. <laughs> the little bird ones? Yeah. I'll be like, uh, attack the buck. Allow it. I think everybody's going to give 48 Evs. <laughs> what? What? What just happened? No. Did he do this on purpose? No. No. He called back. I think everybody's going to give 48 Evs. Let me re-download. Let's see if it maybe it's just a download. That <laughs> I think he's gonna give it a dollar. I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that he thinks. Well, gonna gonna I dollar. hope so. Yeah. Fucking. Is that it? It literally cuts off right there. Tony? It literally gets cut off. Oh, he was so high he fucking dropped the phone. I'm gonna play it directly so, from yeah, Google Voice. Hang on. I bet he's on. If we go on Messenger right now, I bet he's. I bet you he's on there. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm really morning. Right. He's gonna give yeah. 48 abs. <laughs> nope. He gets cut off. Oh my gosh! Don't fuck it away. <laughs> if you leave it up to the art, it's gonna be like, no, fuck that. He didn't make his picks. Nothing. Hey, is there a rule for that? If you if we don't hear your call, it doesn't count. You how 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 can how can it count? <laughs> Tony, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> how can it count? I mean, we don't know what he actually said. He could have changed his mind at the last minute. He could have fucked with us. And, True, you you know? exactly. Like you know, I could, you know what? Nah, let me take that back. Like when Art was like this, and then no, no, fuck it. I'm gonna give this this up. It's true. It's hilarious. This is tough. Right. That's why I'm glad I, I'm not the point giver. I posted it. He's got how many minutes to come back? He's got until we post the podcast. As oh, long as he, yeah, it's the same thing with D. Yep. Okay, yeah. Does everyone get one chance? Uh, no, the already use this for a year. Reed's gonna use this one for a year. You know, I don't know to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, and we'll read. We will. We'll find out. I'm pretty sure he's, he said a dollar. Sure. Let's go with a dollar for now. Um... Put a I'll, point with a question mark. I'll, I probably won't edit the podcast on Tuesday anyway, so we'll have yeah. a couple of days. Fonzo is going to give it a dollar. Harley is going to also give it a dollar. And MCP, MCP, that motherfucker, that motherfucker going to give it a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, she got two points. <laughs> But again, uh, tell, Harley doesn't give out points for the same accent on the second call. So no, yeah, even Reed, he's not going to get another point. All right, there's another thirty seconds on this call. All right, y'all, your episode uh, four twenty, and uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I'm gonna start mine off. Uh, got babysitters today for the other rest of the afternoon. Thank God. So. I'm gonna hit this one out. Oh shit! Can have a good week. Damn. That sounded sounded like a genuine. That's not a legit. No kid's toy bubble machine. That's not the real deal. Holy field. And now you hoes fucked up and hoes know how I feel. My eyes are burning from that one. Type my contact high. Right. 
damn, she just she just blazes all up. Damn, that shit was lit, fam. As the kids say. <laughs> there you go. Wow. You're caught in everything, Harley. That was, that was a good hit. That was a good, strong, strong hit. She hit that shit strong. Did you get a point for it, though? Yeah, she got a point. She got the bonus point. What the fuck do you want me to do? Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just asking. <coughs> Excuse me. you. I know. I feel like I'm coughing. Or I feel like I'm... <laughs> you are coughing. What the fuck? <laughs> like I'm coughing. Really coughs. like I'm coughing. All right, man. Who do we got? Who do we got? Let's finish them. Finish strong. Let's see. Forty-eight hours. Uh, gosh, that's a long time ago when it came out. I think Tony's going to give it a waste of time, and Fonzo and Harley are going to give it a dollar. So yeah, mm-hmm. those are my picks. Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. D. You know he didn't play it safe. He see, you know MCP don't like a lot of shit. So it's a good one to go a waste of time. With, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Harley though, it was he. You were the one that fucked people up this time. Sorry, I'm doing some some math here. All right. So, okay. You good? Yeah. Let's hear it, Art. To the homework, which was picked by the main man, the bad, bad, second baddest boy, Harley, and he picked 48 Hours, a classic, an 80s, 80s classic. Uh, Hilarious movie, really what launched Eddie Murphy, until his fucking, he had the de- one of the decades of a, a century for an artist, a comedian, when he was the main man uh, in the 80s. And this really helped propel him to that next, next level. So this movie is pretty fucking awesome. So that's why MCP doesn't like it. And he gave it a waste of time because it's an old movie. I was waiting for you gotta him. Rewind you got to rewind it. Cause he knows see, now that's well. how you deliver a fucking punchline, Harley. You see how he did that? Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. magical right there. Take notes, Harley. Century for an mm-hmm. artist, a uh, comedian, when he was the main man uh, in the 80s, and this really helped propel him to that next, next level. So this movie is pretty fucking awesome, so that's why MCP doesn't like it, and he <laughs> gave it a... <laughs> this is funnier the second time listening to it. It is pretty good. <laughs> Wait the time. Because it's an old movie, it's dated for him, he doesn't get it, so he gave it a waste of time. Damn, so on to the other bad boys. This could be a Slater for both of you guys. I'm going to say for Fonzo, double down Slater. Boom, take it to the bank. I was going to give it a Slater too, and I was watching it. Fuck. Damn, sorry, Art. Damn. Harley, I don't know. Is it a Slater for Harley? I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say it's a Slayer for Harley, and I'm consciously, not like those other Jabrodies that forget to double down, I am not doubling down, but I am calling it a Slater for him. So those are the picks. You guys are doing good. Even MCP going out of his comfort zone and picking some movies uh, that, you know, I'm going to give him credit for for once in his life. I know he's doing uh He's in the CrossFit cult, and they're having dances together pretty soon. They're gonna, He's going to be telling you guys he's going to leave. He's going to shave his head, move some compound <laughs> like the fucking guys in Waco. But uh, we love you, MCP, and hopefully uh, that doesn't happen. Take care, guys. <laughs> what is it? Shaving your hair and stuff? What the fuck? I'm confused. Oh, he's Join just calling the cult. It a cult. Oh, I got that's, that. That's <laughs> oh, that call is such great. I, I feel so bad not giving it to this later. Oh, I'm sorry, Art. 
Uh, what does that do? It fucked the, your math up, huh? Oh, it's screwed. Because what happens is he gets a point for Tony's. He loses a point for yours. And he doesn't get a point for me. So he evens out. He's still, so he's in, the he's still in the lead. So, so, uh, well, let's see. <clears throat> so he ends up getting no points for that one. But he got he had 14 from last week. Four points for... Mississippi, so eighteen altogether. Donaldo has sixteen altogether. Reed, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. If Reed did do all a dollar, he'll have seventeen, and Angelina will have seven. Angelina does have seventeen. The artist, yell no points. <laughs> Art is still in the lead with eighteen. Followed by Angelina and most likely Reed, 17, and Donaldo, 16. So we literally have, it's Ooh. not enough. We're literally almost tied up. He's still in the lead, and then he even scored points, he's still in the lead. Mm-hmm. Damn. He was, he, was, he was gambling. He was a gambling man. He went for it. He doubled down, and then he thought I was going to give a Slater, too. So. Sometimes you sometimes hey, you win, sometimes hey, you lose. Absolutely, that was rough. He's still he's still the leader, but That's he right. does not have. I a, mean, everyone's gaining on him now. Yeah, he does not he have a dollar room now. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Thank the BBPC family for calling in. Absolutely. You guys calling in your picks, getting some points, getting them points, getting stone, getting high, high on life, hitting that bomb, rip that shit, this, enjoy uh, yourselves. Four twenty, y'all. We couldn't have this game without him, that's for sure. That's it. You know, who knew we'd be doing 420 episodes? The way Tarly's talked this at the beginning of the show, it might be the last one, so mm. enjoy it. Enjoy this last episode, y'all. I can't partake in 420, unfortunately, because of my job, just like art. But uh, for when they can, enjoy yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. This is a Nate Dog, RIP. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, who's got uh, homework and extra credit? All right, I Y'all got your bitches. homework. Come on I, with it. I got your homework. Um, I, well, have either of you seen The French Connection from 1971? This guy is going. I'm going all out. I, I have, but I'll be honest, it's been so long since I saw this. We can so watch it. Does it count as the homework? Yeah. Cool. That's fine. Yeah, Gene Hackman. I remember this is one of those. Oh, you weren't even born yet, homie. Scott, one of those. Neither were you or me. Um, (laughs) This is one of those movies with one of the great car chase scenes. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm down. It's not even excessively long. It's only an hour and 45 minutes long. Alright. Cool. Where'd you go, Fonzo? Do you guys like candy? Uh, I like candy. Yeah, no, not really. I don't anymore. Yeah. I like candy. You know, Predator, Predator 2, 1990. The new movie's coming out. Figured, hey, Go watch on. a sequel. In the, let's watch a movie in the lineup. Get ready for the new movie. Let's check out my boy Danny Glover, Gary Busey. Fight the Predator. Do you like some candy? Stephen Hopkins. What else did this guy do? Not a goddamn thing. Right, the Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. The 
Oh, he did that remake of Lost in Space. That's why he fucking... Oh, he did Judgment Night. I love that movie. <laughs> Blown away. That was a good one. <laughs> hey, you turn around quite quickly there. Yeah, he, he did. He, he stayed busy in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, there you go. So you, you're happy for him. Yeah. It's all good. There you go. Cool. <laughs> oh, oh, and he's, done a, he's directed a bunch of television. Tony, have you ever seen Predator 2? Yes. Okay. Harley? Do you... Have I ever seen Predator 2? Yeah. Is that a, like a genuine question? Yeah. It's like you feel I've like, hey, Predator, hey, I, if I, I, worked on it or anything. I've or... seen Predator 2 probably six times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Predator 2. Okay. Yeah. Sheet yeah. happens. So, all right. Well, cool, man. That'll be it. So, yeah. Fucking uh, the French Connections, Predator 2 action. Come next week, episode 421. We close this bitch out. What y'all do this week? Weekend. Week. Weekend. I didn't do anything. I was sick. Uh, yesterday, we kind of hung around the house. Today, for uh, Jamie came down uh, from Washington and wanted to buy the kids some school clothes. So we were like, yeah, all right. So. Funny you bring that up because in the video that Tony recorded when we were all playing Street Fighter, you mentioned something about that, how you guys were upset at her binder clothes. So is that still a problem? Uh, I don't remember what I said. I was probably drunk. <laughs> we were playing Street Fighter, one of the characters in a short skirt, and you're like, that's the kind of skirt my daughter wants to wear. And oh, you're like, yeah, unfortunately, you know, um, Jamie has, his, uh, I guess I shouldn't, Say her name, but yeah, I said it. Think <laughs> um, that's all good. Uh, Jamie has made a life on selling herself attractivity for to men <laughs> by her looks. Attractivity. Attractivity. There you go. Type that shit in Google. Type right that now. shit in Google. Shit. I want to see what happens. Maybe she, I'm scared. I might be on a list. She's always gained the attention from men on her looks. So that's, uh, you know, stick your boobs out, you your, that, your ass out, and lots of makeup. You know what I mean? I think it's two T's. <clears throat> Attractivity with two T's. Okay. Am I or, well, or technically four, four T's. Attra- One, two, three, four. You're right. There's four T's. So, um, and so she's always, like, she was talking to the girls on the phone the other day, and she asks Anna, she goes, have you been playing with makeup? Or do you, do you wear makeup? And Anna's like, no, not really. I don't wear a lot of makeup. And Jamie was like, oh, that's too bad. Makeup's a lot of fun. And me and Chris looked at each other like, are you really trying to tell your fucking 15-year-old girl daughter to wear a lot of makeup? You like, saw, she on speakerphone or something? What do you mean? I did you hear Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every call with the girl is on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's yeah, all visits are are uh, <laughs> supervised. Yeah. No, that but she don't she don't get to hang out with the. I mean, she does. I mean, she gets the she gets to hang out with them and right. alone. But yeah, the calls are easy enough. Just a dude speakerphone. She's Mazzy's there. She can talk to her at the same time. So, um, she she just has a history of saying and doing things that that I think are inappropriate. So she's gotten better for the most part. So. But anyways, neither here nor there. So, um, so yeah, I made the comment about, um, 
uh, you know, buying the girls inappropriate clothing. But I tell you what, she did good. She she bought the kids a bunch of like long sleeve shirts and pants and non non in a, everything fit the dress code of their schools and that's that was what was important to me so yeah, I go to Catholic school that'd make it easier yeah exactly so um so you know it, it was a good visit um no uneventful which is which is the best kind so. Yeah. But I was just super tired and super sick and totally out of it. And I kept, uh, and I, I'm, I was just totally discombobulated all day long. Um, luckily Chris was there and she was, um, she came correct as always. <laughs> so, so we were always on time and, you know, got everything done, taken care of that we needed to. So it, uh, the visit went smoothly. Thank you to my lovely wife. So she's been taking care of me. So, in fact, I think I'm going to be done here in the next few minutes and go to bed with that <laughs> lovely wife of mine. So, but uh, yeah, my weekend was pretty, pretty boring. I don't know. Well, I hope you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I'll, I'm already doing a little better. A little NyQuil helps me sleep through the night. Yeah. This week, um, freaking uh, dudes at the warehouse, man, it was their last day. Yeah, they get a year seven, so which is cool, you know, but still kind of shitty. They got laid off. We uh, still going to the warehouse, be a little different now. So, shout out to my man Cheetah, Darnell, and Tony, man. Uh, going to the warehouse, not gonna be the same. I ain't gonna be there. We have to mm-hmm. fucking, we can't hang out and talk bullshit about the football season, the new movie. Fucking, dude, oh man, I didn't even, we didn't even bring up on the beginning of the fucking show. Rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. That's right. That's right. Yeah, man. We just watched Cannonball Run, and I had just watched the last movie star with Burt Reynolds. And uh, fuck, I feel bad not talking about the beginning, man. It was just a huge part of my life when I was a kid. Like I was like my dad's hero, man. He wanted to Trans Am like fucking Burt, you know, and stash what like Burt. Like it just sucks, you know. Yeah. What was the cause of death? I'm not sure. I was just at the warehouse. I remember Darnell coming up to me like, "Oh man, Burt Reynolds." I was like, "What?" The fucking American Eye, that's a legend, man. How does he fucking die? Dude's immortal. I, mean, I just can't, you know. I just couldn't believe a, it. He was 81 or 82. He was not a young man. Yeah. Yeah, he, was he was 82 on, years old. 82, yeah. He, um, he had heart yeah. problems for a number of years, it says on Wikipedia. He did another movie in 2018 called Shadow Fighter. Hmm. Sorry, I don't know who this D Steve Darren and Omar Brunson, but uh huh. But I think the one this movie called Defining Moments. Oh that's not a, that's not the Tarantino movie, that's another movie. I thought he was doing a cameo in Tarantino's movie. Huh. But yeah, the last movie star. If you guys haven't seen it, plays Vic Edwards, it's pretty much a story about his life, about it's about him, and it's fucking it's hard, a little heartbreaking now, but it's a fucking great, great movie. He was great in it. So I remember reviewing it a couple weeks or a couple, maybe a couple months back now. But yeah, man, love smoking the bandit. Fucking loved um, Cannonball. I just loved, you know, he was Deliverance. He's fucking great. If he, if, if you know, he was like a stuntman, became actor. But if you guys want to see his acting chops, man, watch some, watch Deliverance. He's Deliverance fucking, is a great, great film. Absolutely. I've seen that one two or three times. It is a scary, heavy, it's not a light film. 
No. Um, squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig. Um, yeah, yeah. Is so I, I had a friend of mine that had a uh, refrigerator magnet that said, if you hear banjo music, paddle faster. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, if you just hear these simple chords, you hear those fucking yeah. chords, you're already fucking at ease. You're just like, no. Deliverance like, uh, made uh, banjo music when Jaws did to uh, Sharks and the beach, right? <laughs> yeah, deliverance. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, well, fucking, you know, rest in peace, Brenna, man. That's just, yeah. it's it's weird because my buddy Brendan had just at the premiere for the last movie started, hung out with him, and I was like so jealous of that. I was like, fuck, man. If I know you were gonna do that, I would have loved. I would have done anything to to, to uh, gone out there with him and and uh, just to have been around him, just to have met him, just shake his hand, say, hey, you're amazing. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of hit home. Like it just, it just kind of. uh I just that one that one sucked. It was just weird. Like I don't know that one. Uh, and then fucking the hear Mac Miller died. He's twenty six year old. This rapper. He was a young man. What did yeah. he OD on? By the way, I don't know. Just thought he'd overdose and uh, that's my, tragic. It's, it's, yeah, it's very tragic because my cousins that are a lot younger than me, they grew up listening to his music, right? So to them, it's it's a little bit harder than that's like their artists. And just think about like the last couple artists, like a BG fucking. Uh, triple X and John, like just a lot of them. Um, um, but it's, it was interesting to hear, like, oh man, we saw you on tour a couple of years back or a year ago. Um, I grew up listening to your music, you know, like, like your jam was like my, um, your album was like uh, my summer anthem. It's just like, you know, we've all have movies like that, you know, or, or not movies, but uh, musicians or artists or albums that, you know, you, it takes you back to a certain time, right? When you listen to it. Um, so yeah, fucking, yeah, I, I was a, uh, I was a fan of Mac Miller. I remember listening to like, the song Knock Knock and just went back to this category. Just um, uh, Cold Pizza and, Kool- and uh, Kool-Aid and fucking just, oh man, it just had some bangers, man. It just sucks. 26. I, stay off some drugs, you know what I'm saying? I actually <laughs> I have. Episode, I'm going to say get off drugs. But everyone's smoking out today. Kind of funny. <laughs> I actually put his track Dang mm-hmm. uh, on one of my mixes Is a that right? ago. Yeah. Oh, how'd you how'd you find that? How'd you hear it? Uh, you know, I don't know where I came upon the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, where did I stumble upon That's Mac Miller's "Dang"? Yeah, I'm not a. I was never a fan of his music. I just heard it. If you listen to it, and I sped the song up pretty, like, okay. like so. If you listen to it, it's, it's, it has like a kind of a four four. Okay. And I mean, it's a funky. It's more R and B than yeah. like hip hop. Like Tony, right. you, you can even play a little bit in the background. Um. Here, I'll I'll send you the link to it. Cool. Um, I'm not familiar with his other music, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a tragedy. I mean, 26 years old, dude. Yeah. I'm young, man. So yeah, so that happened, and then let's see. Um, playing it. That's fun. Yeah, it's cool. That's a catchy tune. Oh yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so then um, let's see. This Saturday, Crew had his very first recreational soccer game. Uh, I think I was I think I was more nervous than he was. Like the night before, I was thinking about it, hoping he played well or just do good or have fun. And then the game time came around. He, he got his uniform, he got his cleats on, shingles on by himself, put socks on. He needed a little help with the soccer. I'm like, cool man, I help. 
I'll make sure that the shoelaces are tight so you don't have to, in the middle of a game, your laces come off and everyone's got to stop the game. Um, when we got to the park, I mean, the parking lot was full because it was already like, it was the, I think it was the last game of the day. Um, but there was like one, two, three, four, like four or five fields. Um, all we're taking up, even the Ralph's parking lot, the old Ralph's parking lot, not a Ralph's parking lot. It's not a Ralph's anymore. It's like a fitness place. But all that parking spot was taken up. Like, damn, this is going to be crazy. It's mad busy. Um, so yeah, when he gets put in, um, wasn't sure what position he'd be played. Um, they put the red jersey on. I'm like, oh, she's going to play goalie. And I'm like, all right, let's see, you know, see how he does. He said he wanted to play. I just, I just don't think he wants to run as much. Um, so, um, that yeah, game starts and, uh, kids going back and forth, back and forth. Get scored on. We're like, all right, one goal. No, that's not bad. Right, we'll, we'll come back. Another goal comes. I'm like, damn, two goals. Like, I think he forgot to be, he's, he, as a goalie, he forgot he could use his hands. You know, because you're taught so much not yeah. to use your hands while you're playing. Yeah. But as a goalie, he forgot to use them. So he'd like, he'd move around in the net. And then, oh, the first thing too, when you notice when we, when we first got there, at scrimmage, their practice was a little small net. Mm. When you play during a game, the net is fucking huge. You know, so you got, there's a lot to cover. So, and then in practice, he, he, he you know, in scrimmage, they don't really like take them one on one and practice them as a goalie or kick your shots at them. Never really played goalie, never really actually played soccer ever, you know. So that's a tough position to play. Goalie is always, to me, is always like, it seems like such a hard position to play. Um, so yeah, he got scored on four times, unfortunately. And uh, they put us down 4 0. Um, so then, uh, they do a switcheroo and sub him out a little bit. You were talking about that last week about wanting him to get all the different positions in. Yeah. So I was hoping, yeah, hoping he just didn't get stuck on there. You know, I'm hoping like, um, it's the coach's job to like, you know, see where the strengths are and see where they can, you know, um, seeing them play out full games gives you a better idea of where, you know, people's strengths and weaknesses are. So they kind of better, um, situate, you know, the players. Uh, luckily we got this kid Colton, who I think he came from All Stars, kept them in the game. Um, the kid Jurian, he scored a goal, and Colton followed another goal, and then so it wasn't as close, it wasn't as bad. But the other kid that got in, he got scored on two, so they were trailing throughout the whole game. I think it was like 6-2 at the half. Um, cause one of the goals, they, they, this one kid, dude, he was almost half court, he kicked it over Cruz's head, he jumped and then doing over behind us, and I was like, damn, I was like, fuck. That was, I was like, I even give, like, Kid props like damn, that was a good kick, homie. He'd like you kicked that shit from far, you know. Even though you score on my kid, I'd be pissed. But I was like, fuck, man, you know, could do what he could, what he could. But like I said, he wasn't really taught to use his hands or goal. He just looked a little lost out there, so I felt bad. But it didn't, it didn't uh, kill his confidence. It didn't go because he at the second half, um, they put the the main kid that was really good and in goalie. So I'm like, that was an interesting take. I'm like, maybe he can rest up because the offense guys they were running back and forth there. I could see them getting tired. They never really took the offense out. Just she pretty much rotated the defense. There was a shot. I think there was a chance when there was like two or like a four two when like one of our guys was it was like the goalie blocked it, but he dropped the ball and it was right in front of him. The, but the kid on our team fucking touched it with his hands and they put it down and we were just all like shocked. We put our hands on our head. We're like, oh, what were you doing? The ball would have landed in front of you. Got a good shot at the goal, you know. But again, the nerves get you. You're in the middle of a game, you know. Uh, your hands just get up. You don't want to get hit with the ball. You just catch it, you know. So, of course, that was a turnover. Um, so then when he went out to defense, played a lot better. Um, doesn't He's not too aggressive. I want him to be a little more aggressive. I want him to attack the ball. Kind of just, like, waits where the ball's going to go. So a lot of times um, when he positions himself to the side, he gives out an open field for people to run by. 
Um, but then at another sh- another chance he had was um, the ball was coming up to him. He stopped it and uh, got great ball control and did a good pass. So that was great. So I was proud of him for that. And then um, towards the end of the second half, uh, the ball, he, he had to throw it in. And at first he grabbed the ball, he was going to throw it with one hand. And I was like, oh, I'm going to throw it with one hand. What are you doing? And the ref luckily said, wait, wait, wait. She stopped him. Luckily she stopped him. Did the motion with two hands behind the head. And then he kind of remembered, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Threw it in really well. I got it to like almost midcourt. Got it to Colton, who passed it to another teammate who scored a goal. So I was like, oh, awesome. Got that in, you know? Um, so second half, they played a lot better. They scored, a, Colton scored two more goals. But the final score was six to 10, unfortunately, you know? Um, but they really played well. Like I said, the coach, she's going to get a better idea, feel for what their strengths are. Hopefully, um, hopefully he plays a little more defense. I'd hate to have him be goalie again. <laughs> That was rough to <laughs> not cool. Um, but 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 at, at the end of the game, the kids uh, when everything was like we were ready to take the net down, the goal. Um, the kids were still playing; they were kicking the ball around, they're kicking into the net, so they weren't discouraged. So you know, they were having fun. They got their snacks at the end, which kids always like their snacks, little Gatorades, their little their little snacks. So that was cool. I didn't want to go over to the side on half time. I'm like, no, let the coaches do it. You know, that's the thing. But my. The, my dad didn't see my coach instincts. My uh, just kind of came out some parts wanting the kids to spread out, pass the ball, and I just get, I kept myself. Ah, I, I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that coach. That I don't want to yell. So I was like, I was just trying to kick back. But there's sometimes I just want, I just want to give little tips, little tips here and there, you know. Well, just, I'm just gonna let the kids play because I I thought in the beginning of the game the coach says um, I, don't, I don't the rest aren't, aren't calling offsides. They're not calling this net, so it might be just free reign. But then sure enough, when the game started, she's calling everything. So I'm like. And you're being misled or something. I don't know, but uh, I'm like just just play with all the rules because you're teaching it at, at practice. So you might as well keep it going like that. You know what I mean? So afterwards, when I talked to him, I'm like, hey man, you did great, dude. I'm so proud of you. You guys, you know, you guys all played great. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's the first game. It was you know tough. There was a lot of play- it was you another kid. Um, it's his first year too. So um, it shows that the other teams other teams are going to have kids that have been playing for a long time or you know. Um, so I just didn't want him to be discouraged. So he seemed cool afterwards. And then Amy, we, she had a day planned out. Was, she wanted to check out some stores, look for some couches, and went to this other mall. We went out there. And then went to, she wanted to check out a Krispy Kreme. Because they have inside, if you go to Krispy, the Krispy, Krispy Kreme Donuts, they have the little conveyor belt where they watch them being made. But by the time we got there, they didn't fucking, they weren't being made, unfortunately. So but kids are still getting donuts, so they didn't care. You know what I mean? It would have just been cool to watch them um, um, being made. And when's the last time you guys had a Krispy Kreme donut? You guys remember? I'm not even going to ask Tony because he probably never had one. Probably like <laughs> 10 years ago. Right? Yeah. What about I, you, I remember having one a couple years ago. I, I had like two or three of them. They're fucking delicious. It's they are fucking, good. It is fucking crack. It is unbelievably. I got one of the glaze. If I recall correctly, uh-huh. I remember eating it going, this ain't that special. It's right. the texture. Like mm-hmm. they're Buttery, mm. soft, as yeah. opposed to a regular donut. You know, when you on the donuts, yeah, they're like it's like glaze on top and on the bottom. It's got that. Little, you know, d- different places have different donuts, but the the glaze they use it just seems a lot smoother. And it's like on it's like there's more like usually some donuts is like they just have icing on top, but this one was glazed on top and bottom. And I got the maple one because I love maple. And holy fuck, that shit was delicious! Like goddamn, to get this away from these are these are dangerous. They're fucking delicious. So, thinking, hey, you know, kids getting donuts. 
went to uh, right after the game with all star we like went to drive to chick-fil-a on a saturday motherfucker man there must have been like 12 cars in the drive-thru and it only took us like two minutes to get our food they have they run a tight ass ship they got like five people outside the drive-thru taking orders they got a machine outside they can ring you up they swipe your car right in there um this other dude's got a fucking machine on his belt He's like Batman. He's got a utility belt, and that print, the shit prints out a receipt right there off his belt. And he's got another another side of his belt. He's got a change thing where he can bring out change if you get change. It was I it got, was like I got that shit down to a science. They do. Man. I even told the guy while well, we got to the part where we're like we're like look, I'm like, hey, man, look, we're already at this side. We're almost gonna get our food. So we get there, and I'm like, you guys want a nice tight ship here, man? And he goes, I appreciate that, man. Thanks. We we try our best. I was like, well, fuck, man. Besides in and out, friendliest staff ever. Chick fil A, every time, hmm. great service. Every goddamn time, I, there's just you never get bad service with Chick Fil A. It's unbelievable. Um, they, this kids must get paid well, um, because yeah, it was amazing. Um, and then today we're just chilling, man, chilling, chilling. Um, crew wanted to open a piggy bank to get some fucking Fortnite skins. Of course, he's spending money on that. I take him to GameStop. I'm watching football all day. I'm stressing out over the fucking team because we got a new quarterback. All the fucking throws for three. Wait, teams. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, I'm confused. You you watching? Broncos games, kind of. I'm like I'm watching. I'm watching. I thought, you, I thought um, you were done. It's 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 hard, you know. One one vice at a time, all right. Complicated, huh? <laughs> it's hard. You know this 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 not my boy, man. He still got ones in there, man. I just it's hard, dude. It's hard, you know. Oh, um, you know, Lakers oh, come back around basketball season. You know, when basketball season comes, it's you know. Oh, I see how it I'm is. I'm trying to wean off sports, man. I tried, you know. It's October's coming up and horror season's coming up, so it'll be easy. Next weekend is Monster Palooza, so I'm hopefully head, head up that on Sunday. I got Char Carpenter signing on Friday. It's 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 all good. So you know, um, oh fucking thing. Oh, another thing about a cruise soccer game. So he's got a back-to-back uh, game next week. He's got a game on Friday night, and then next very next morning he's got a game on Saturday morning. How about Jeez. that? How about that? He's got a six o'clock game Friday night, and then on Saturday I think it's an eight o'clock morning game. Fuck that! Yeah, dude, how fucking crazy is that, dude? Fucking yeah, your kid. He's got unlimited energy. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. So we got to go to bed early night and then get up super early to fucking play a game. Kids rubbing the crusty eyes out of their games like. Just to get in there, fuck man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I gotta drive my ass all the way to LA, get John Carpenter's, get the book, get signed, and drive my ass all the way back from Hollywood back to, to, to catch his game because I don't want to miss his game. So don't you have several John Carpenter signatures already? You can never have enough John Carpenter signatures, all right? Let me just tell, let me just put it. That so way. you okay? I was I was just was I'm, I wasn't I was confused. I wasn't sure. So I got okay. I got I got his first album signed. I got the Halloween vinyl album signed. There's a new album, the new score for the new movie. I can get signed. I can always get that signed. Um, I got this Halloween poster. I love to have him signed. Um, and then I got the Big Trouble Little China soundtrack that I love to have him signed since I already got Alan Howard signed on it. They're, he's doing sense. it. He's signing the comic book, the Big Trouble Little China book. But he's also signing two extra items. So I'm sorry. So how many in total do you already have of his signatures? Uh, let's see. Well, I got the three of the common books. I got the Lost Themes one. I got the Halloween vinyl. Um, I also got uh, what else did I take? I got the thing. How, how many times have you seen him? Have you gone to? Twice. Well, get I've seen the concert twice. Did you get autographs from him those times? No, not that, no. 
Oh, okay. So I might have met him. So me and Tony went the first time. And then I met him two more times? Maybe maybe two times? Mm-hmm. I brought a lot of shit that time. I would say three times. I met him three times. Okay. This will be, okay. be the fourth. Okay, cool. You know, when Toby Hooper died, you know, Wes Craven gone. I mean, mm. yeah, and not, he's not, spring, not a young not, man. Not spring chickens, only. No, but he's not a young man. Uh, so, I take advantage, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, he's still out there making music with his kid. I mean, he scored That's the cool. new movie. I'm seeing a lot of good reviews coming out for the new Halloween movies. Got to be excited. So, um, yeah. So, next week, I have a lot more adventures. But, uh, yeah, super proud of him. Playing great. He wasn't discouraged. Like, he had fun. So, you know. The long season, yeah, yeah. They got so many teams. Other the full on schedule to like November, they don't even play the same team again. Like that's how many teams they got. Wow, <laughs> it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, just smelling the grass Saturday morning, going out there. The orange slices, the Gatorade, the Capri Suns, Gator. Oh man, it just took me back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it, but it was fun to watch, man. It was cool. It was, it was cool to see them play. And uh, um, my, my parents came out. My sister came out. And nice. uh, Amy's mom came out, yeah, and we like to support them. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a trip, man, just watching the kids play. It's, um, you know, I don't want to be that dad, but I just want to have fun. Like I said, bottom line, just having fun. So I'm not sure you'd rather be playing Fortnite all freaking weekend long, but uh, <laughs> we got to get them active. We got to get them out there running. So it's good. Get them out there and being, yeah, being active, being Absolutely. athletic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was my weekend. Um, what do you have, CP? Uh, so, let's see. Friday, we relaxed. Um, Saturday, we oh, went panda to... Friday? Yeah, we had, we had Panda. Okay. Um, that's part just of like, the I just feel comfortable. I just, I, just, I, just, I, just, I just like hearing him say, what's Panda? I just, you know, it's comfort food. <laughs> Uh, on Saturday, um, we went to the, what's called Taste of San Marcos, where a bunch of restaurants come out and have like little samplers um but so can that you was, eat any of it what's that can you eat any of it i ate all of it every single <laughs> one that um, equal to 50 calories no oh. it's not calories it's grams of carbs and i ate every fucking carb they had i ate everything i was like i mean carbs, gonna, that's what i meant sorry yeah uh, i'm gonna taste san marcos i'm gonna taste san marcos i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go to fucking uh, sample i'm like oh can you hold the tortilla on on I no no i go in there i eat everything so what kind of food was it? What was the taste of San Marcos? What, what kind of? So food? it was, they had, um, umami Japanese. They had a like sushi one. Um, they had, uh, some, let's see if I can remember all of them. Um, they, they had some like salad ones where they like the roast, they had, was it roasted beets? Like it was all vegetable thing. It was uh, some health food. Um, they had some yogurt, some smoothies. They had a, um, a tri-tip chili, which was pretty bomb. Sign me up. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, tri-tip chili. That was that was that was awesome. Chili yeah. um, with the meat being like little chunks of tri-tip. Little chunks of tri-tip. Yeah, I'm it was down. awesome. You Word up. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a couple of Mexican places, standard Mexican food. Um, they were, they served little chicken street tacos on one, and then the other one had. Um, like chicken uh, tostadas, but with I'll take the, all of them. Yeah, the black beans, you know, with the the beans on it and the cheese, and yeah, that that was good. Uh, the urge gastropub had these Brussels sprouts that were like super fancy. They were cooked with caramelized onions and bacon and and uh, blue cheese. They were amazing. 
Lainey fucking hated it, but I loved it. <laughs> I was I was super impressed with their fucking Brussels sprouts. That urge place is uh that that bowling. Yeah, the bowling place. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy brought home some food from there. Forget what it was. I think it's it was good. Some, maybe some mac and cheese something balls or something like mm-hmm. that. Or it's good. That's definitely it's, good. It's fucking yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, um, I can't I can't remember all the places. There there's like probably you had all of them though. Huh? Fifteen. Yeah, I had every single one. Um, so it was really hot out. Like it one was, fee? What's that? You pay like one fee, right? And yeah, you, you pay. You pay either thirty dollars or well, we paid thirty five dollars plus five dollars for the booze side. So the breweries were on one side and the food was on the other. And you get this little shot glass and you could get samples of all the all the beer or the gotcha. wine or the ciders or whatever. No one had any dark beers out, so it was all IPAs and ciders and and, and they were all right. There was like a mango one that was pretty good. Um but I'm like, eh, that's not you know, when I went if I'm gonna if I'm gonna, you know, quote unquote cheat, you know, uh and I want I want my dark beer, you know, give me some give me a stout. Mm-hmm. No one had them, so I said, "Fuck them." Uh, wasted five bucks on them, but whatever. It's for San Marcos. <laughs> We're living yeah. in the city, you know. I'm giving back, but yeah, yeah. The, I ate every fucking food there, um, and uh, my my belly was bursting because a lot of the times, <laughs> Lainey was like, "Nope, my belly was bursting." Yeah, well, like Lainey and I would go up, and then if she didn't like it, I'd eat hers too. <laughs> so, oh hell yeah! There you yeah. go. Score. So so yeah, but it was good. That was a good time. Uh, <laughs> Were you saying it was fucking hot as balls out there? Yeah, it was from like 12 to 4, and we went right at 12. Bad Oof. idea. <laughs> Bad idea, because there's no shade. Like, the the sun is right overhead, so... Oh, no like, shade, fuck that. Yeah, That's everybody's like, everybody's crowding, trying to get underneath the trees. It's like, there's not enough room. Mm-hmm. Would have been much better if we waited until 3 or, you know, like, even 2 o'clock. We would have had some kind of shade. The, the, the angle of the sun would have been better for uh, shade. But, uh, so, so Lainey, like... At one point, Lane's like, "I'm out, motherfucker. You, you brown skin, you can handle it. I'm going over in the shade." So, yeah, <laughs> so, that's funny. <laughs> so, but it was that, that was a good time. Um, then today, we went to we did a hike, the potato chip rock hike. We went out with the double barrel, the the CrossFit gym. We all went um, as a big group of like like probably twenty people. Um, and we all went up on the hike together. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. It was like where, seven, that, what is it? Potato was it? Potato chip. It's uh, in Poway. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't remember the official name of it, but uh, I guess it the was, name because be, because there's a there's a rock that sticks out that's really thin, mm-hmm. and when you take pictures, it looks so thin. They they call it a potato chip because it's kind of curved like a like a potato chip. Okay, so it's got that. You know the Pringles shape, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I saw the pictures of it. And I was yeah, thinking, like, that's yeah. fucking funny. It's, it's like a. a I was, I was just asking so you can explain it to them. Describe it to the listeners. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> how, so yeah, so the, how so long the, is the the hike? So total, it was seven and a half miles. So oh wow, that's but, a significant hike. Yeah, yeah, three and a half up, three and a half down. Um, but we're all, you know, we're, we're in a group of 20. So people are like, what the yeah. fuck, man? Are you guys still part of the same group? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, we're all together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, we like, make it to, damn. yeah. And like we make it to the top and, and like we all gather around in a circle, give someone our camera and we all buzz our heads, you know, and drink the Kool-Aid. So I was going to say, yeah, you're time. wearing all the hooded robes and sacrifice them. <laughs> so of course there's exactly. fucking terrifying. But, uh, do you know what the elevation change was by any chance? No, I, I don't pay attention. Yeah. What was it like super? That, Harley? Come on. Well, if, 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 
for for, for no, I'm just saying for hikers, like that's a big like. Was it super so steep the whole, or was it's it called um, Mount Mount Woodson Summit? Um, seventeen hundred feet of elevation, elevation gain. Sorry, so oh. that's the the change in elevation is seventeen hundred feet. That's quite a bit. So, yeah, well, so yeah that's cool. That's cool. Kick ass, kick ass hike. Mm-hmm. And and I enjoyed it. Laney did not. So I'll probably be going there. There. So the crew, there. Um, Why uh, did she not like it? Uh, doesn't like the sun. She doesn't like the heat. Um, mm-hmm. like she's 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 okay with hiking, but that was like the limit. She's like, because we have a double peak here in San Marcos, and that's like a three mile, four mile hike. Um, total, you know, two miles up, two miles down, and like that's that's her limit. She's like she she's good with that, and doing it early in the day, beating the sun. You know the fact that we had to walk down with the sun, you know, chasing us. That's that. Mm-hmm. She did. She didn't like it. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I'll probably be going back out there. The crew is working their way towards what's called cactus to clouds, and it's um, mm. it's a hike. That's not very cultish. <laughs> right. So <laughs> so the skyline trail um, in Palm Springs is a seventeen and a half mile hike. That is a 10,500 foot elevation change. Dude, if you want to do like, if you get into big hiking stuff, uh, do research on hiking Mount Shasta. Man, because... let me finish this one first. Stop, like, yeah, you know, yeah, one yeah. up with me. All right. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, like, if you can do like those big kind of. I have no idea. I just enjoy I, I enjoy miles. this one. I'm like, because so, so, there, so I hear you. I hear you. I hear well, you. No, yeah. no, no, no. Like, if I get to that I point, bet you, I bet I, you I he could do point. it if he if he did a little training and stuff. So and practice. so that's the point is that this was the first one in a line of training up to that. So yeah. they're going up in November, and this is the first one. So every week or couple weeks, they're going to do another one that's a little bit harder and a little bit harder, um, and to finally end up at this one. Uh, and apparently, it's it's pretty intense. They like leave. They start the hike. At 11 p.m. the night before, yeah. so that's <clears throat> you. You you'll start running into issues where you can't. There's only so much daylight, so right. you either camp. So you, now you're talking about backpacking, which is right. something I've always kind of wanted to do. Which is uh, I, I like that concept. Like just for one day, you know, carry carry your tent and your backpack and your food for a 24 hour period on your back. You know what I mean? Like I don't know that I dig that. Um, cause yeah, I mean, you can only walk so fast and if you're going to do yeah. 10 miles in a day, you're going to be hiking for eight plus hours, you know, add breaks and, you know, kind of stuff like that. You're either going to have to be awake and hike for 14 hours straight or camp. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for this one, because it's in, it's at this particular place, there's a tram, mm-hmm. there's a tramway down. So once you reach the peak take the tram down so oh interesting to, yeah cool so anyway that was that was the day and then just chilled the rest of the day watching the homeworks and ended up uh finishing off well saturday destiny 2 had a, a dlc last week when laney's brother was staying over and so we mm-hmm. kind of played a little bit and then i played a little bit this weekend 
and and be you know down. Will, will you begin my, the new Spider-Man time. game? What's that? Will you begin the new Spider-Man game? Uh, no, I won't be getting it. Uh, yeah. I'll rent it eventually, for, probably from a Redbox. Okay. But I don't I don't care to own it. I don't care to right. own very many games. Okay. I'll play them real quick and then dump them. Sure. I just I just, ever see, I just see everyone playing it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. But I'm I'm good with with Destiny. That but that's enough. Like I don't need <laughs> any more distraction than that. Yeah. yeah. Is there a game you are looking forward to? Um, there, there was a game. Not really. Like th- there's Detroit. Uh, more than human, I think is the name of it. It's like a robot. Like you, you. It's an RPG, or you, you play the play the role of a robot uh, or an android or something, and it yeah. seems really cool. Um, apparently Diablo. There's a new Diablo game that's in the works. That's probably not probably gonna come out until like next year or something. But not very many. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't been keeping up with video games I'm, lately. I'm, I'm curious if if Red Dead Redemption Two is going to oh, be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fuck yeah, it, it is. If it's going to be as great as a lot of people are are hoping it is, obviously. I, I, I the last um, Grand Theft Auto game was the last single player game mm-hmm. I've played through. Yeah. You know, I just. I can't get I can't get into single single story games, and I know there's a lot of them out there that have been you know highly regarded. I even played half of uh, The Last of Us, if that's mm-hmm. the name of it. Yeah, yeah. the place three. Um, I just couldn't find myself finishing it; it just wasn't interesting enough. But the, the Grand Theft Auto Five was was good enough where I played it quite a bit. Um, but I'd be curious. I know Red Dead Redemption's not out for PlayStation 3, and I won't be getting a PlayStation 4 anytime soon, but um, I'd be curious what people think of that one. Um, yeah, There's something else coming that out that I think... Oh, what's that game that's coming out? I think it's not till like, next summer, but it's... Mega uh, Man 11. It's like a... It's a dystopia oh, do you hear this fucking travesty about Mega Man, Tony? What? What happened? Did you see it on Reddit or anything? No, no. It was, it was trending on Twitter? No. Okay, remember when you would go enter a boss fight? Yep. And you jump onto the door? Right. What and could like, you do when you were enter? You would, like, float through it. Yeah. Guess what they took away? No, come on. <laughs> yeah. People I, were at art. People were pissed off about that shit. I bet you they didn't take it away. It was just a bug that got fixed in the port, and so it's just gone, you know? Dude, if you look up on Twitter, there's, there's gifts, you know, like, of the, of him jumping up. Door opens and he falls right back down. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, is that funny? Yeah, that is oh, dude, because I was like, oh, something like something happened and fans don't like. I'm like, what? Immediately clicked on it and I'm like, and sure enough, they, they everyone. And then there was another gift like, this is how it should be done. And he jumps up. <coughs> so oh, um, Ghost Ghost of Tsushima, that like samurai game. Yep. That looks like it'll be cool. Yep. Uh, I was thinking of uh, Cyberpunk 2000. Cyberpunk. Yeah, I saw that. That looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah. So I guess there are some games that I'm excited okay, about. There you go, perfect. There you okay, go. Okay, dude. You were you, you didn't know you needed those, or you were interested. Fallout seven. Yeah, so I'm just going through the list right now. Fallout seventy six sounds interesting. Anthem mm-hmm. sounds interesting. The Cyberpunk Red Dead Redemption two. Um, you'd all got, rent them for a dollar. You wouldn't. You wouldn't buy any of them. What's that? I think you'd all rent them. You wouldn't buy any. 
Yeah, I'd probably rent most of these. Yeah. Uh, do you rent them and in, 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 uh, in hope hope to beat them before you have to return them? Uh, I mean, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, I'll lose a little sleep. <laughs> but I'll, that that will let me know if I want to actually buy it. Like God of War, uh-huh. I red boxed it. And I was like, I'm buying this shit, so I bought it. Right. Like, that's, I returned the game and then bought it. So but that's all. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious about that if you ever did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm on my second playthrough. Well, I started a second playthrough for God of War, but <coughs> oh, excuse me, well. fuck, it's been a while. Sorry. Yeah, I think um, now I was about to go on a trip here pretty soon, and uh, he was like, "Hey, you want to borrow my PS4? You want to play some God of War?" I was like, cool. "Oh shit." Cool. Fuck yeah, I would, but I don't know if I have time, but I'll, you know, give it a shot. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it fun. Oh, yeah, it looks amazing. That Hero Dawn Zero or Zero Dawn, something over there. Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Too. That's yeah, awesome. You played that too? Mm-hmm. I, I, own, no. I, I game-flied that one, so I, I finished it while I, I just kept it. It wasn't nice. a red box rental. Oh, GameFly still around? Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> I mean, I, I canceled it because I, I stopped stopped playing games, but it was cool while it was around. Okay. Oh, real quick, just real quick TV talk, the Mind Show, the new the Sons of Anarchy spinoff. I liked it. I liked the first episode. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I so. think we mentioned that either last week or... It just premiered this Tuesday, so... Oh, this oh okay. Yeah. I've got, I'm two episodes into the Yellowstone. It's good. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Um, you like that? You like that sort of thing? Yeah. <laughs> so, a video game TV crossover, maybe? There's a game called Death Stranding that stars Norman Reedus. Death Stranding, huh? Yeah, Death That's Stranding. That's pretty cool. It's Hideo Kojima. Produced. Oh, yeah. oh, interesting. Okay, check that out. Because he had a game that uh, Guillermo del Toro was working on, and then I don't know what happened in that game. I think there was some controversy over it. Is that what it was? Yeah, because I remember I played a demo of it and oh, so, oh, oh there was happened. okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Mads Mads Mikkel, Mikkel, Mikkelson Mikkelson isn't it? Because <laughs> it was like, yeah, oh, he's great. That's cool, man. I mean, I love that you get voice acting and you get some big big names in the video games now. I mean, it's video games right now, it's just like amazing. I just have a lot of money. In a lot yeah. of money in them. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they were just fucking Fortnite. It's free, but. They are it's just crazy money. They are a novelty um, investment in time. Yeah. Modern day video games. Yeah. It is absolutely insane how much money, or excuse me, how much time you can spend on video games these days. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to be good at it. Yeah. I mean, I put 100, 200 hours in Battlegrounds. Yeah. <laughs> I get my ass fucked up every time I play that game. <laughs> so I haven't played it in. How pissed you get? Do you throw your controllers? No, I don't. Computer. No, there are, there's no bots in the game. You're always playing against other people. Right. And I'm saying, are you playing your PC? Yeah, I don't play. I I haven't played a PlayStation game in a year. The only PlayStation game I have is that I actually play is Grand Theft Auto, and I don't play that ever. So, yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, you, I, I'm sure you still rage quit. Can't imagine you don't. Oh, I'm sure I would if if I had to. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool, man. That thing that's going to conclude right there, right? 
Good show, good show. Episode yeah. 420 is in the book. We just light that shit, roll it up. Why does it go? Light it up, roll it up. Roll that smoke shit, it. light that shit, smoke, smoke it. it. There you go. We just smoked this episode 420 of the Bad Boys Podcast. Just randomly ranted on all things. <laughs> Everything tonight. Yeah, so I thank the BPC family for calling in Absolutely. on their busy schedule. <laughs> Call in. Really appreciate it. Um, mm. We got some, yeah, so hopefully... Um, uh, anyway, any, any of you guys going to check out the new Predator movie in the theater? I don't plan on it. Yeah, only if they put that scene back in. I knew it. I knew somebody was going to scene. There you go, kitties. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe the P and MCP stands for pedophile. Oh, is that a low blow? I'm sorry, I'm skipping. So yeah, there we go. So yeah, so next week. Tune in, you know, 420 episode, which is amazing. Can't believe. So we're still trying along, man. It's amazing. So uh, thanks for joining us on this journey. Hope you're enjoying yourself still. We're having a great time. I mean, boy, finally say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. <laughs>